Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming out of SideQuest Studios, this is the Simpsons Index, episode 93. Hello there, I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me tonight is Jimmy Mack. Oh, g'day guys. And Phil Calloway. Good evening. And here as always, except when he's not, BT Calloway. My mom says I'm cool. She sure does. Mm, I... (laughs) Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> mum say you were cool. Though. You were the cool one. No, mum doesn't use the word cool. <laughs> she uses phrases like, "Why has it been got a girlfriend?" <laughs> and doesn't, doesn't, doesn't accept answers like, "I don't know." Classic mum catchphrase. <laughs> yep. <laughs> guys are joining me. This is the Simpsons Index. This is the podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time. But there's a twist. Each episode must come from a different decade. But before we get into Simpsons chat, guys, we had Chinese food tonight, so naturally, we got fortune cookies. And so now, live on air, we are going to find out what our fortunes are. I was going to avoid opening it in mic, but screw you. <laughs> I'm going to crack oh, one no, in the mic. Oh, no, we want that crunch sound. Oh, there you go. That's a good crack. Mmm, a good cookie. Oh, wait, you're eating it before you read it? Just a little. What All if right. it says, don't eat me, I'm poisonous? <laughs> so starting with you, Jimmy Mack, what is your fortune? There's even a small gift could mean so much to someone today. Oh. So sweet. Like a fortune cookie. Yeah. Like a fortune cookie. <laughs> How about you, Phil? Mine says, express yourself to your family member in, in the great day. <laughs> I'm not sure you, what that means. Do you have anything to say to Ben? Ben, in the greatness of this day, yep. I'm wearing pink. P.S. <laughs> get a girlfriend. <laughs> Shut up, mum. Well, I got make the most of every minute with your family. So, <laughs> what up, Phil? <laughs> a high five. Yeah. And I got all will go well with your new project. Mm. Simpsons oh, Index fans, stay tuned. Apparently, mm. right. actually, your new project cookie was podcast. Let's open fortune cookies on air. Yep. The podcast Wrong. where we. Open and eat fortune cookies. The catch is we get three. <laughs> BT, how could you be addicted to this? <laughs> it's, I don't get it's it. not my brand. Well. <laughs> uh, for the listener at home, we were having a discussion over dinner. What's your favourite cookie? And BT uh, had the startling realisation. Uh, uh, Strong fortune cookies. Not just your favourite cookie, but your favourite food, yep. full stop. Yep. <laughs> Better than spaghetti bolognese. Yeah. Better than spaghetti bolognese on lasagna. <laughs> First of all, that sounds... Whoa. Really difficult to eat. So, BT, would that be your last meal on yep. Earth? Would be a box of Just, fortune cookies. Oh, no, I'd be a fuck ton of boxes. Many boxes. <laughs> 69 boxes, please. <laughs> Are you just trying to get sponsorship for the show? Sponsor us <laughs> Kung Fu Sing fortune cookies. Like, you're on the green mile. You're getting ready yep. to be executed. Yep. You ask for fortune cookies. Yes. Something which <laughs> predicts the future. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd either there'd be bad taste in your mouth from the fortune cookie or for the lack of foresight of the fortune cookie. Yeah, if, I mean, if, if one of them says you're going to die pretty soon, wow, spot on. But most of them are going to be like, look, like, obviously you got something wrong here. None of these fortunes say I'm dying today. Oh, you think you could use it as a your argument to get yeah, out of Yeah, based on my jury of fortune cookies, you've got the wrong man. <laughs> All right, that does it uh, for the Fortune Cookie Index. So now we're getting back to the Simpsons Index, where we just watched an episode from the HD era. This was Season 28, Episode 3, The Town. First released in October 2016, directed by Rob Oliver, written by Dave King. In this episode, the Simpsons ship out to Boston. What do you think? Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I actually quite liked it. 
I also liked it. I like the football references. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of those where you two are laughing and Ellie and I are just like, mm. <laughs> sorry, more actually, nah. <laughs> it's yeah, just crickets rubbing their legs in my head. Um, <laughs> That's oddly sexual. <laughs> yeah, I like to bring Phil the football episodes and James. You're a bit of a NFL fan as well. Yeah, that had some good bits in it. I like the hoodie. Yes, the emperor as uh, yeah. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick, yeah. And who's uh, Bill Belichick for those of us? So, I am me and BT. Oh. <laughs> Head coach of the New England Patriots. Yeah. And the very handsome man you kept seeing was Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> also of the New England Patriots. There was a running series of jokes. Yeah, I've only ever heard him in reference to handsomeness. Mm. So, Sexually dropping back. Throwing an attractive back. Handsomely takes us a snap. So just as a bit of fun trivia as well, this episode aired the week after the Super Bowl LI, where it was like the Patriots versus the Falcons or something. Yes. Yeah. Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. For a bit of a sports background to that, the Falcons blew a historically large lead in the Super Bowl, 28-3 oh, up, that's right. and went on that. to lose kind of an unexpected you know, win from behind from the Patriots. Did Boston cheat? Not in that game, arguably. <laughs> no. was, was Not the... with a, a brown-painted volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was it, a good joke. Was it, were they involved in, in Flategate? They were, were they? They were, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what I figured that was a reference mm. to, because even I picked up on that. Mm. Just double-checking. Well, that facts. one I know because of the South Park episode where Cartman goes into an inner-city school and he's teaching the kids <laughs> the power of cheating. <laughs> and How he do talk... I reach these kids? And he talks about, talks about Bill Belichick. And so, yeah, after that episode, I researched. just like, oh, wow, what a cheater. <laughs> that all just came flooding back. And How do I teach? these kids and yeah. I misinterpreted the rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, BT, what is a moment from this episode that stands out to you for better or worse? I do really like, because they decide... Bart's, you know, gone on this whole he loves Boston or the Boston Americans, as they're called in this, not the Patriots. They're going to visit Boston on a hatecation. As someone who thoroughly enjoys a good hate watch yeah. and is now curious what a hate boat is, <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a good chuckle out of the idea. Yeah, especially Lisa going, hate Cajun, hate watch. Can't people just like the things they like? <laughs> I think she said hate voting in there. I thought, oh, I yeah. thought it was hate voting. Oh, maybe. I, th- I heard hate voting. I heard voting, but voting could also work because I kind of hate voting as well. Yeah, it's taken me a few fishing trips to realise that fishing is kind of shit. Uh, you do it to get drunk. Oh, fuck, I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, Ben's got it. <laughs> but yeah, Homer's line in response to Lisa as well being, oh, because watching things you like doesn't fill you up with sweet, delicious rage and hatred. Yep. And it's like, oh my God, that's exactly why we're doing the Simpsons Index. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because someone needs to do this public service mm-hmm. of teaching people what the bad episodes are. Yeah, you're, like a, you're like a free library. Yep. That's it. <laughs> How about you, Phil? What is a moment from this episode? Also known as a library. Uh, but they always make you sign up for membership. Where do you think that data's going, big brother? <laughs> they know that you've got 72 copies of Anne and Green Gables. <laughs> Good. I want them to know. They don't know what he's doing with them, though. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Phil? What's a moment from this episode that stands out to you for better or worse? I quite like the whole mechanism that they went from Springfield to Boston in. Like, there's other mm-hmm. episodes we've seen, especially newer ones, where they've just gone what, this is ridiculous, we're going to Boston and then run out and straight away. But this had a, a good build into it and a nice story and like had a reasonable, logical assumption behind it. Yeah. So I enjoyed that whole machination. Yeah, this episode did have a certain flow to it, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, for something yeah. that was a little bit, the Simpsons are going to blank, it yeah, actually carried along quite well. Yeah, it definitely wasn't the worst of the Simpsons going to oh, blank. Oh my, no. How about you, Jimmy? What's a moment from this episode that stands out to you for better or worse? I really quite liked Free Car. 
when uh, <laughs> Homer discovers he can't get the Boston American sticker off the car, so he just writes free car and jumps out the window, and that's it. And then <laughs> later on, you get a quick glimpse of Mo driving it yeah, around. Driving away. Yeah. Was that Mo there? Was yeah. like, he was somewhere oh. going, <laughs> Yeah, it was definitely the Mo. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. That was a good little gag. Watching this episode, it really helps. We've got some context coming into it. I actually wrote down, is this an ad for Boston tourism? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it was so heavy on oh, yeah. how good's Boston. And, and the even the they showed you universities and museums and pieces of historical importance. And it just felt like I was watching an ad for Boston tourism. And I would mm-hmm. not be surprised if there was some sort of money involved in that decision. <laughs> Yeah, because the only bad thing I have to say about Boston is Homer in the end is oh the traffic and the subtle racism or whatever. Marge's like, oh, wasn't that unspoken? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> unspoken. Yeah, yeah. So I agree with you because yeah, it was just going from landmark to landmark. How good are our universities and candlestick bowling? Oh my god, the best. Which I'll say is the moment from the episode that stood out to me uh, was Homer's big turn was based on candlestick bowling, which it sort of felt a little forced but i kind of it did warm my heart a little yeah i had the same thing of like i should dislike this more but i'm kind of enjoying it yeah i think it kind of worked in the context of homer being who homer was like i don't think for a normal person that would be the thing that turns him but he then went on the montage of bowling so Mm -hmm. yeah so like like, they were setting up the montage like they were about to do a bunch of bostony things but they just go to six different candle pin bowling places which i feel all their names must have been puns i didn't get yeah i didn't get any of them either apart from the lakers suck bowling (laughs) well yeah look this episode is just lousy with boston references and like (laughs) even the that sounds like a boston reference oh it's so lousy lousy with (laughs) i was about to say if you're gonna say it throw into it (laughs) this is the segment where we all adopt horrible boston accents (laughs) yes springfield screw jobs (laughs) (laughs) so listen here charterheads how many times have you watched this episode before tonight i ain't never seen it i forgot what accent i'm doing (laughs) (laughs) you sound like a chicago mobster yeah go suck a lemon (laughs) i never seen it neither i don't know what i'm doing it's actually it's fun to try going zero yeah (laughs) i can't hear you i ain't seen it chowderhead (laughs) chowder (laughs) <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's shoulder head. Say it, Frenchie. Yeah, yeah. I will say that I have seen this once before, and I hated this the first time I watched it. You were prepping us for something terrible, and I got to admit, when I was in this one, I'm like, yeah, it's not bad. Mm. Yeah, I'm a bit, I was expecting I'm a bit, it to turn much harder than I'm okay it. with it. It was yeah. more of a slow decline than a hard turn into terribleness. It definitely ran out of speed, and I started writing less and less notes for each ad break. Yeah, sorry, they, fewer and fewer. <laughs> I'd say this is one where they definitely did that whiteboard writing that we mm. accuse them of. You know, write the topic on the head of a whiteboard and just write down everything you know about a place. So yeah, yep. Especially yeah, in the Simpsons go-to one because yeah, they fit everything in here. Paul Revere, candlestick bowling, clam bakes, and numerous references to Boston cream pie, which is apparently a cake. Sure. <laughs> yeah, don't know what it is. Kind of want to eat it, but you know, not really. Just, if it's got cream as the only ingredient in the listing of the name, I'm not interested. Right, well, not a cream pan? Not enough to like chase it down. <laughs> like if someone goes, would you like a cream finger bun? Like, no. The Boston cream pie is a yellow butter cake. It is a cake that nice. is filled with custard or cream and topped with a chocolate glaze. I think I was right. Oh, that sounds fucking awesome. No, I do that. Yeah, that sounds good. No, you're, no? Well, you're a fool's. A custard cake covered in chocolate? No. What? What <laughs> part of those words was bad? Custard? Butter. Oh, what? Cream. Custard. No. That's just amazing. Yeah, what are you, 90? 
I'm like seven. It's delicious. <laughs> it's sweet. It's not oh, no, easy right. to eat. That's fine. If you're seven, you can have custard as, as much as you want. Thanks. Probably too much. You're only just going to accuse me more of being an old soul, but yeah, one of the most best things I've ever eaten was a butterscotch-flavoured custard. Wow. But, oh, Elliot, you old soul. <laughs> that doesn't just sound right. You just got wowed by a guy who wants to eat death row fortune cookies. <laughs> I wouldn't take that shit from him. Yeah. No, I'm not. I was, I was, I was like, there's an interesting story behind that. No, that sounds like an awesome band name as well. Yeah. Death row fortune cookies. Hashtag death <laughs> Fortune cookies. Yeah. I'm writing that down to our list of band names. Yes, <laughs> along with Sugar Rush Death Dream and um, uh, it's Mouse Rat all over again. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Super Queen and the Groove Tuners. That's oh, <laughs> we had so many good bands. So, how about some of the wacky moments of this episode? What were sort of the cartoony elements that stood out to you guys? Oh, there was a recurring cartoon gag with the dog being shipped to its yeah. new city. <laughs> First time wrapped up in bubble wrap, second time covered in the packaging peanuts. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I really liked that. It was good. I had a little bit of a chuckle when it came out wrapped in bubble wrap. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of funny. And then it walked around and bumped into about three things. but It, it popped like, all the bubbles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm a monster. There was a lot going on in the background of this one. A bit I got a chuckle out of early on is the back of the Crustios box has just the world's easiest maze. Oh, yeah. It's like two corners. <laughs> <laughs> and also when Lisa's going through all the various nerds there's a chainmail ping pong which just sounds really hard <laughs> and yo-yo girls and yo-yo guys and nerds with ferrets and yeah. um one little bit of wackiness i wanted to point out uh when they're in the candlestick bowling bart's wearing pants not shorts pants. Oh. i feel like this is the beginning of his transition because later on he does a full costume change when they move to boston i like that design oh, as well yeah. not that kind of transition they did make a transsexual joke, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. They did. No gender reassignment surgery, too ambiguous. And no me... neck tattoo so grotesque or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that Bart could do all those things, but not wear a Boston hat to make Homer ashamed of him. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it was a weird line. Yeah, they're really telling that my family's a Springfield Adams household and not a Boston household. Yeah. That was a bit contrived. I guess that's kind of what brings me down on this episode is how contrived it is. Like, what do you guys think of the hat scene? You know, the he's trying to put the Boston hat on his head, but it's like a polar opposite uh, magnets thing. What do you think of that? Yeah. Honestly, it was kind of dumb because he can live in a city and not like their team. That's fine. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> You're doing it with all their teams. With, yeah. With, yeah, at every city you've lived in. Yeah, exactly. It's easy. Who's the local one? I don't care. <laughs> what team do you follow? No. <laughs> I didn't even say what spot. No. No. <laughs> I felt that that hack gag gave me enough time to figure out what the rest of the episode was going to do. Mm. And then was unsurprised by any yeah. of it. Apart so from styrofoam peanuts. Dog. Yeah. yeah. No, and he won't wear it. And that's how we reset to zero. Yeah. The end. Which at least it's sort of a callback to the whole Bart wearing a hat thing, setting up the story. But also, yeah, it didn't do a lot for me. No, it wasn't great. It was not a good part of the episode. Any other wacky things you guys want to bring up? Uh, Homer did almost get crushed to death by a cart full of bobbleheads. Oh, yeah. That yep. then tried to jiggle him to death. I found that odd. Not funny. Mm. Yeah. Is that a, is bobbleheads a Boston thing that we don't know? I'm going to have to Again, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is all the people from Boston just have bobbly heads in general. Yeah. And yeah. they're just yeah. normal statues. Yeah. The yeah. one bit I did like about this is how the Bostonian was trying to warn Homer about it. He's going, the cart. And Homer thought the he was cart? saying, the, yeah, the cot. <laughs> nah, <Yeah>. the cart. <laughs> Some early wackiness I got a good joke out of, which was, Marge is like, before you go to the bar, you have to put the kids to bed. And he just kind of lugs them all upstairs, throws them all in one bed, reads them the Wizard of Oz and goes, oh, kind of what he says. Like, Everything I've, after I've, the tornado was a dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this covers them with a sheet and leaves. I do admire the so efficientness of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was only a, a small bit out of it, but Homer goes looking for a job as a safety inspector. He looks like he's working what appears from a long shot to be a power plant. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's sitting at a desk just like Springfield and there's glowing things going down a runway. 
we find out it's a candy factory. And then he thinks he can't hurt anyone, bumps a button, and it dumps hot liquid candy all over four workers who become drenched in it. Yeah, which I didn't like, but I did like that the candy then hardened. They yeah. were kind of locked in the <laughs> Like Han Solo. Yeah. Frozen. <laughs> I thought it was like a really clever... They just yeah. riffed on what you thought his job would be in a new mm. city. But even his new job was a better Bostonian version yeah. of a Springfield job. And like yeah. The, the candy candies factory. had that same green as like the nuclear tubes from the opening yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah it looks yeah, like a good. bunch of inanimate carbon rods that yep. are going on the thing. But no, anyway, so talking Boston as well. How about the heart of this episode? Oh, the heart. Did you guys feel any bumps? <laughs> No. I didn't feel no bumps. <laughs> Not for me either. I think I were trying to go for it with Lisa. Yeah, but I just if I feel anything about that, I just feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. And also, she didn't really integrate into yeah. it. Yeah, she just yeah. saw it and was like, oh, this is great. This is all the things I want. And we saw her go to school for 12 seconds. Mm -hmm. And then that was the end of Lisa having a great time in Boston. Like We didn't really see her make friends or join the um, chainmail ping pong table. Yep. That would have been good, actually, if she made some Bostonian friends and, mm -hmm. and then Bart was the loner. Yeah. Yeah. Let's well, so spend a little bit more time doing that, developing that, and yeah, maybe we'd feel something. And they kind of went to that stage where it flipped and Bart was the one who didn't like Boston and everyone else loved yeah. it. And they could have really just put Lisa into it a lot more, but seeing she was ultimately the one you're supposed to feel bad for at the other end. But it didn't really happen. Yeah, that's why I saw the, the hat being like the reason that they go back to Springfield is sort of a bit lame. It should have been a more tense thing where Lisa was like trying to stop Bart at every turn to sabotage their lives in Boston. Mm. Yeah, Skip ahead to what would I change, but spend less time with Bart in Springfield raving about Boston. Yeah, he, he goes on about the departed and the town and some other stuff. And it's just, I was a lot of nothing for a long time. Yeah, there was a weird Boondock Saints reference, I think, as well. Yeah, that was on the TV show that he was watching. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. had guns and hockey masks. Although there was a good joke that, oh, i got to get one of those X necklaces. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Reminds me of the Arrested Development ones. Where do I get those necklaces with the T? <laughs> it's a cross. It's a cross from where? <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately, though, guys, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Ooh, it felt like a vehicle for jokes. I'm going to say, seeing as there was nothing really dry, I guess no one's off character, though. Yeah, it was like homeopathy Simpsons. It was like one part diluted into a thousand parts water. Mm. Sure. I mean, it's definitely a Simpsons go-to, but no one was really breaking their character, I thought. Nah. Marge was less naggy, if anything. Yeah. It was loving that Boston lifestyle. Yeah, it was her idea. And for what little we got of Lisa in this episode, I felt like they played into her mm. character really well. No, it made sense as a place full of history and culture, which Springfield has none. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, though, Homer did look extra animated in certain sections. Like, he had a lot of exaggerated movements, especially in that opening bit at the breakfast table. I'm sorry, where am I? Is this my house? And just his movements are super Disney in that moment. Mm. So, yes or no, would you watch this one again? Um... Yeah, I guess. I probably wouldn't, but I wouldn't throw things at the TV if it was on. Sure. Yeah, with the hangover. Yeah, yeah hangover test for sure. Yeah. yeah, I might watch it again. You know, what playlist do we put this in? I mean, go-to is the obvious. Simpsons go-to. Could pair this with The Departed and see if there's any other Boston-y yeah. episodes. Oh, uh, sorry. They did an episode called The Departed where oh. they pretty much did The Departed, but with Bart. Yep. Oh. Right. Tell you what, uh, pair this that. with, I'm pretty sure there's a Seinfeld episode where Elaine's wearing a, is it a Baltimore hat or is it yes. a Boston hat? the Orioles or something? Yeah, it's yes. the Orioles, and she's kicked out of the, the owner's seats. Yep. Yeah. Pair it with that, row. why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pair it with that. It's a cross-series playlist. Yeah. <laughs> Other question, is Cheers set in Boston? Yeah. I didn't know that. 
I, was, I had an inkling, and I thought when they first moved into their townhouse, yeah, it was it's a, got a lot of cheese esque uh, pal board of cheers music, yeah. Mm. Um, but then they never put Homer in the bar. That's I was really expecting it. Yeah, yeah, I thought that would be up there, but maybe it's too old for all the new kids kicking around the block. Indeed, what with their I don't know what's a show that's on at the moment, Parks and Rec. Damn it! <laughs> you wanna Even when we're relevant, we're eight years late <laughs> and hurtful. Yeah. Put it back on. Oh, <laughs> it had its run. So, BT, you've already sort of said it. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to change about this episode? Just give it more structure. The jokes are actually pretty good in this one, and that's what's going to really be the big, uh, when it comes to rank it, the big boost for me is going to be I had a lot of chuckles out of this one, but it's just there was no real story or nothing to really... It moved quickly, though, which is also weird that it didn't exactly have a plot line or a storyline, but it moved briskly, so... yeah. Just give it something to give it more weight. Follow Lisa for a bit more. Spend more time in Boston rather than getting to Boston because all it would really take is Bart refusing to take off the hat and Homer's eventually like, ooh, well, let's just go to your stupid Boston. Yeah. Instead, he's like sells it a lot harder. Uh, so, yeah, that'd be my changes to it. How about you, Phil? Anything you'd like to change about this episode? I had a good number of jokes in it, but there were a lot of jokes that were very Boston-centric. And yeah. not knowing jack all about Boston, I didn't get any of the funnies in those ones. And if I'd been like... BT and not know any of the football things, that's like 80% of the jokes that are slightly over your head immediately. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, I do kind of agree with what BT said about the length of time it took to get into the Boston part of the episode. Like it's a four, I think it was a four arc story, this one, and it yeah. was two arcs before they even got there. So you like... Cut it down to one. Yeah, it could have been a lot faster. Like I didn't think it was bad and it wasn't like overworked, but there's a lot of things you could have dropped and the episode wouldn't have missed it getting into Boston to start with. Other than that, yeah, make Lisa feel it a bit more so we can feel for her. How about you, James? What would you like to change about this episode? Probably the same. I'd either do more football or much less <laughs> football. But the amount of football was made me unhappy. It was like a, enough to make me think it was about football, but then not enough yeah, for yeah. it to satisfy me. I felt enough underwhelmed. Enough to tempt you and tease. Yeah. It was the strip tease of football. Yeah, it was. It was yep. that handsome Tom Brady. But then um, I agree, the whole episode was really about the reversal of the family not feeling the same way about Boston at various times. So I don't know why we just put up with a 15-minute segment about football. Yeah, well, I, I'd say that's what I'd change is that opening bar scene, although it did probably lead to my favourite material in the episode, mm. it did go on a bit too long with Homer and the Southies just arguing with each other. Yeah. And the ring kissing thing was weird. I was like, yeah, I wonder if that's a thing that they're, they're doing. Stop, doing know, but... Stop making kissing noises. It's very weird. It's unsettling for us. The people at home don't yeah. know what's going on. Take, take your foot out of your mouth. Because, <laughs> yeah, I did like the joke where to prove they're not cheaters, they say they won 12 titles in 10 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was just maggots crawling on the coin to adjust the coin flip. <laughs> and I did like them defending Flappy the Flag just being part of the roster. Yeah, <laughs> he's on the roster. That's yeah, right. You gotta cover him. He's on the roster. <laughs> I still don't know what Boston people sound like. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess at the end, actually, jumping on, uh, you know, Seinfeld did it. Yeah, I'd totally have that moment of Homer in a football game watching them and he's wearing an Adams hat or something. Yeah, and that gets all the aggression that we've heard about turned on him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that'd yeah, lead to it a lot better. Guest stars for the episode. Oh boy, there was a lot of them. Look, I don't exactly know who played who when, but in this episode, comedian Bill Burr, mm -hmm. Michael Chiklis from The Shield, who apparently played the quarterback who might have been that like derpy guy. Oh, uh, Bonkowski. <laughs> is that who, so that there's, a, there's a gag on Gronkowski, but he got famous very briefly for being photographed with a porn star 
on yeah. his Instagram or something. <laughs> so he's Bonkowski. Also, he's famously kind of dopey. Oh, okay. That was How the. Did running that make game. him famous? The president does that now. <laughs> this was pre-Trump. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Just. How, how the world changed. Yeah, mm. the, the search for the world's dumbest guy was a lot harder. <laughs> <laughs> now he just tweets at you. <laughs> oh, actually, no. It says here, handsome quarterback. So he was probably the one, like the Tom Brady sort of guy. Can't afford to get Tom Brady, get Michael Chiklis. Yeah, the bit where he appears in bed with Homer <laughs> as Marge's fantasy. Do like, your yeah, job. Oh, he just says, do your job, Homer. And I'm yeah. like, oh, well, do your job is the New England Patriots. Oh, it's like their I, motto. Oh, I right. thought that was just how Marge do told him it was go time. That's how what I thought as well. I mean, even if it wasn't Tom Brady, it's terrifying. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> do your job. <laughs> but I don't want to. <laughs> I'm glad I got you guys on the podcast because, yeah, so much of this stuff flew over my head and... Rachel Dratch was one of the doctors. She's one of the power players from Saturday Night Live. Yep. She's a, just astoundingly yeah. talented improv character actress. And uh, yeah, big fan of her. And playing Lisa's teacher was Doris Kearns Goodwin. Oh, they actually named her as the teacher. Yeah. Who is that? Who is that? I didn't know before. I looked up Wikipedia. Doris Kearns Goodwin is actually a presidential biographer. She's written a lot of biographies on presidents, and she's yeah. a journalist and all that sort of stuff. So. It's be a weird job. You don't really get to work every like four to eight years. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure it takes a lot of research. No, I'm sure it does. But... Works for one day of the, of the four-year presidency. <laughs> I'm going to write a story about you today. Yep. Uh, yep. Today, Donald went to the kitchen. Oh, yeah. There was no peanut butter. What? And then he found some. Oh, okay. And then he declared war. All right. Stamp. I mean, you laugh now. But yeah. I think I, also made, I just merged Elvis and Donald Trump in my head. Kind, of, kind of. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> also, Dana Gould, he's comedian, former Simpsons writer. Mike Mitchell, have you guys seen Love on Netflix? No. Nope. Nope. He's the fat best friend on that. And Jason Nash played a bunch of other people, and he's a Vine guy. What? He's a fine guy. Vine guy. He's famous for being He's on a vine. vine guy? Yeah, he, he did the vines and he did them good. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Superman does vines good, you do vines well. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Vine was the... The social media platform of this very short videos. What? I don't ever need to know the name of anyone who's ever a vines guy. So you... <laughs> Take that and delete Especially the seeing as Vine hasn't been a platform like for like two years. So. Yeah, I know. Like he is actually a comedian and a performer in his own right, but mm. like that's how he shot to popularity. I reject him and his existence. <laughs> He's not God. Like <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> Rejected. Oh, musical moments. Other than the uh Cheers Pal Port, I think there was one. Oh, There's you're a forgetting Pella group? Oh uh, yeah, the shipping off to Boston. Yeah, Acapella. I don't know what they were singing, but Shipping on to Boston. Boston you know, good song. Have you seen The Departed? I don't think so. Oh man, you're missing out. It's a wonderful movie. Yeah. Oh, watch it, Chowderhead. So, if anyone doesn't know, yeah, ever since The Departed, where they prominently feature the Dropkick Murphy song "Shipping Out to Boston," that song has just been the musical cue for whenever you're in Boston. So, I like in this one, it was a twist where they actually did an acapella version of it and yeah and how we got there is bart's like hey you're gonna get sent to detention that's where we're gonna meet my crew and yeah it's like, yeah get sent to detention they channel their energy into acapella yeah in the charter school they don't punish you with detention they punish you with acapella club with extracurricular activities that is a punishment on its own Correct. <laughs> bt do you have any other notes 
Uh, they're like Homer's line where Bart's like, I need to go to Boston. Those are my people. And Homer's like, no, no, no. The dog and the baby. Those are your people. <laughs> that was actually quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I <could've> <laughs> yeah. And then another follow up where the kids are asleep. And Marge's like, oh, our kids look so cute and innocent. It's like, well, except for Bart. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Not Bart, but go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, and that is all of my notes. How about you, Jimmy? Any other notes? I did like Homer the Bull when he charges at the door. They see him in the <laughs> Flanders yard yeah. trying to smash everyone up. And then eventually runs out of steam and Ned gives him some water with the hose. Yeah. <laughs> I like the, the, the pants to the window and the fence is already broken. Yeah, <laughs> And he's wearing three palings in the back of his pants like he's a bull stuck with swords. Yeah. yeah. It was a weird bit. It, it was, was. It was very cartoony. Yeah, I surprisingly got a laugh out of that, even though I think if I wasn't having a good time at that point, it would have been annoying But because I already mm. was, yeah. It wasn't the gag I expected to see after yeah. Homer come charging bull-like at Bart. Yeah. I thought he was going to get his head stuck in a pop yeah. plane or something. Yeah. And Flappy the flag. Just every time Flappy was on the screen, I laughed. <laughs> he's a bottle with a flag coming out of his head, and he scored the winning touchdown. Like, yeah. He's on the roster. <laughs> he's on the roster. you got to cover him. <laughs> he's unmarked. And the commentator goes, and scores what should be an illegal touchdown. <laughs> yeah, are they known for cheating? Or are they, yeah. Uh, they were caught filming other teams' uh, right. signals out of practice so they could steal their plays. They're also the team that hired lip readers to watch the coaches on the sidelines. Oh, they've all been doing that for a long time. Yeah. That's why they're all That's why this. we've been losing. Ah, that's why they do the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the only team Ben knows. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Simpsons reference. Then yeah. we know it. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. It is time for my final notes. Well, go ahead, Ben. <laughs> yeah. That's, that, that's my theme song <laughs> for the final notes. You don't time. have final note themes unless you want it. Which final notes. <laughs> final notes. Final uh, notes. Without <laughs> there we go. That's more like it. What do you guys think about the pie bit at the start? Which bit? Where Marge is uh, dishing out the pie, saying what type of pie for me? <laughs> it was, it was yeah, weird. And Homer's complaining over the top of her. It was oh. weird, especially when Homer just kind of burns his mouth on it and drops it, and then doesn't eat it. Yeah, he just went, yeah. dropped it on the table, and went, "I'm good," and, and then, then fled to the bar for the football. Yeah. Or tried to, had to yeah. put the stupid kids to bed first. I think I would have hated it more if. Homer wasn't talking over the top yeah. of Marge. I think that sort of sold the joke a bit for me. And yeah. as Australians, we know how to eat pie. So. Oh, yeah. And we know how to eat pie. What? Nothing. I know how it sounds. <laughs> I'm not defending that part either. No, I'm not accusing with you. all of it. not accusing you of sounding like anything. We'll be real father-son Southies like Ben and Casey Affleck. Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, it's funny because Casey Affleck is a stupid child. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I think he felt that. He's going to be walking around Hollywood. He's going, why am I burning all of a sudden? Yeah, he's, like, he's like, someone's stealing my chowder. <laughs> and yeah, when Bart sees the acapella group, he goes, there isn't a Wahlberg in the bunch. Yeah. Not a bad line. There was a moment of real cloud when Bart was realizing how much of a anti-Bart place Boston is. Mm-hmm. It was a bit of a stylistic animation shift. and looked very good. Yeah. Although... I don't think they sold the moment with Lisa on Paul Revere's head at all. No, that was dumb. Although I did like how that he couldn't even skateboard in Boston because it's cobblestone <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> and, yeah, my final note is, yeah, Lisa pretending that she's in Boston still, and that was so sad. Yeah, what was that I, uh, thing in her eyes? What was the oh, like a, like a tri- Yeah, three was, red triangle. Logo. I don't know. I thought it was like a thing from Resident Evil or something. Was that it looks a little bit like the logo, but no. Obviously. We really don't know enough about Boston. We are the not Sitgo... Logo? Sit go. I mean, you can't do both. Uh, uh, it's the Fenway. It's, it sits above Fenway Park. I should know that. Should you? Yeah, know I like the, baseball. I like Fenway. Yeah, but yeah. should you know the major sponsor is Fenway Park? 
What's a Fenway? <laughs> oh, about five pounds. Uh, <laughs> it is time to rank this thing. On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. But maybe if the episode was just meh, you give a participant. But for the good rankings, you got good bronze, great silver, excellent gold. But for the best, the very best, the ones that you'd ship out to Boston for, you'd give a cubic zirconia. Now let me go first. I'm going to show you how it's done. Uh, bronze? <laughs> It's edging on silver, I will admit, which is weird because I came into this episode a total participant, but like, just for the record, it's a high bronze. I think if there was a bit more solid story there, I would have gone higher, but there wasn't, so I didn't. So bronze for me. How about you, Phil? I was intending to give it a good bronze the whole time, but yeah, maybe I've been talked up to silver. No, I'm going to go with my heart and go bronze. Always follow the heart guts. One hearty uh, bronze. The old heart guts. How about you, Beej? tough one on this one i agree with your sort of um i'm on i'm gonna go bronze for me it's a lower bronze though like it's just the lack of any kind of real story or drive is gonna make this one hard for me to remember but i got a lot of jokes out of it and that's without knowing shit about boston or football yeah so that's pretty good to get some jokes out of something i don't know the two main topics about it's definitely an episode that i think improves the more you know and yeah maybe it'll be better on a rewatch yeah it definitely started off a lot stronger than it ended because when we start off i'm like this could maybe get into a silver territory for me but yeah just didn't maintain that so i'm down to a lowish bronze how about you, James? Finish us off. Can I put it in between a bronze and a silver, or like a high, high you bronze? Have to, you have to pick a lane. You can say here that it was a high bronze edging on silver, just so the fans at home know, but you know the record will show that you went one way or t'other. <laughs> I'm going t'other. I'm going high bronze. High bronze. Yeah. yeah. No, not a I silver? Was, I can nah, care. not a silver. It was pretty good. I liked it. I liked the football stuff. Needed more. Mm. I'd watch them just do it, animate a whole game of football with Flappy the Flag <laughs> just running around the field. Just mascot football. 30 minutes. <laughs> I don't know if I'd, I'd watch a whole game, but yeah. I'd definitely watch like a quarter. Oh, yeah. That'd be <laughs> yeah. good. If there's yes. beer, maybe a whole game. Yeah. yeah. Hi, bronze. Thanks. All right. That'll equal your unanimous bronze. And this will be joining other such unanimous bronzes from the HD era as Covercraft, where Homer and Apu and all that make a mm-hmm. cover band. It'll also be joining the Great Simpsona, where Lisa becomes a magician. Chief of Hearts, where Homer and Chief Wiggum become best friends, mm-hmm. which is uh, a super charming episode. Yep. And other episodes, Eeny Tina Maya Mo, which we reviewed with you, Phil. You have to give me more than that. Uh, Mo dates a little person. Oh! <laughs> it sounds like an amazing episode, but Only it's really not. It's really sucky. But it has that a bronze then? Because it's. I'm mean, it misled about what a bronze means. No, like it wasn't terribly sucky, but from the synopsis of Mo dates a little person. Oh. The, all the hijinks you think will happen just don't happen. You want Zaconis on that, but you didn't get that. Yeah, I was pre Zaconi up. Yeah. And I, and I, that little flag said Zaconia. <laughs> yeah. It's just fluttering away. And yeah, also how I spent my strummer vacation where Homer goes to rock and roll fantasy camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also the same. And Homer the Mo, where Homer becomes the Mo. Uh, yeah, I feel like this is on par with all of those. Yeah, that seems right. Then. You'll have a good time, but you're not going to love it. But then, yeah, you get some laughs on the way. That's right. Before we move on, is that reputation justified? Is that reputation justified? Uh, 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 uh. The unpredictable Dennis Perkins. The AV Club. The wild card. (laughs) Uh, He gave this episode a B, which is pretty well like a high bronze maybe Mm -hmm. uh, on their scale. Yeah. Yeah. So they said the Simpsons hatecation is funnier than you'd expect. It was. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that. I expected to really hate this because Ellis goes, oh, we've got a terrible one to start with. I was like, yes. Then I I was disappointed. Yeah, it never set me up for hate unless it's, you know, actually terrible. Yeah, all my pitchforks are sharpened for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, there's still the next episode to go, so let's... Pitchforks out. (laughs) 
So I think this is the important thing of reviewing these episodes in a group dynamic because I feel like there is a bit more of a positive energy when you're watching an episode. Like mm. the rankings on my personal spreadsheet before I bring them to you guys are always lower than what they end up being. Mm. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on. That was the 599th episode of The Simpsons. Now we're going all the way back to the 260th with another sports themed episode Tennis the Menace. Oh, I know this one. We'll be back. I hate tennis. I hate tennis <laughs> and I hate dinners. And we are back and we just watched our Teens Era episode. This was Season 12, Episode 12, Tennis the Menace. First released in February of 01, it was directed by Jen Kammerman and written by Ian Maxtone Graham. In this episode... Homer and Grandpa are going to a, what do you call it, a autopsy? Funeratorium. Funeral plaza, and picking out a coffin for him when Homer has a quick decision to install a tennis court into the Simpson <laughs> family home. That's good. And they start inviting all their friends around to play tennis, but Homer's really bad and this embarrasses Marge. But Homer enters them into a tennis tournament and Marge dumps him for Bart, and which leads to them going into another tournament where, anyway, uh, there's, a lo- <laughs> there's a lot of dumping Simpsons for famous tennis stars in the end of this episode. Guys, what'd you think? It's okay. I had a pretty good time, actually. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that episode. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's one that I think, theoretically, I have a lot of problems with, but I was having a real good time with it. All right, there's definitely got some good laughs out of this one. Again, much like the last one, it did slowly decline for me. But mm. uh, Yeah, the ending just became a, here's Venus and Serena Williams, Andre Agassi, Pete Sampras. Yeah, it's literally, hey, Pete. Pete Sampras, mm. then pause for applause. Yeah. And, yeah. And I noticed Agassi, the only line he had in this was, I'm Andre Agassi. Who, the wrestler? As in, like, <laughs> yeah. wrestler, like Andre the Giant. Oh, I thought yeah. it was really good. <laughs> but he doesn't even respond to it. <laughs> he's <doesn't even> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> they could only afford to have Andre Agassi say his name. <laughs> yeah, that was actually just uh, his voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even phone it in. They had to phone him. <laughs> oh. They phoned oh, well him played. in. Well Very played. nice. I feel like you could do excellent amount of cameos with answering machines. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> this is Matthew McConaughey. How'd you get this number? <laughs> You're like, thank you. <laughs> why is my shirt off? <laughs> <laughs> That's why it took me so long to answer the phone. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably taking my shirt off right, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> my hands are both occupied. I like the thing that shirts just repelled from him and he doesn't, he doesn't know why. It's like the Boston hat for him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just a polar magnet. All right, so starting with you, BT, what is a moment from this episode that stood out to you for better and or worse? I do really like the hard switch from when we're looking for caskets for Grandpa and the funeral guys would, oh, you know, this wonderful monument uses as much cement as a standard tennis court. Smash cut, they got a tennis court. Yeah. It's like, it should bother me a lot more, but I, you get a good laugh out of it. But it's good because Homer goes... Who would have thought after going to look at funerals, we'd end up with a tennis court? Not even we could expect that. Yeah, you yeah. see that coming? It's, yeah, it's the like... rare nod to the camera that actually really, really works. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good, actually. So, yeah, yeah, they land the hell out of that one. And during the audio commentary for this episode, Ian Maxtone Graham, the writer, acknowledges this and goes, yeah, look, I know it's like one of these first act, mm-hmm. he called it a screw you opening, <laughs> where like, Accurate. yeah, we're almost eight minutes into the episode and we only just get to what the episode's about. Yeah. Yeah, but it gets us there very quickly once we get there. And we get the good follow-up joke of he watches Bart and Lisa playing tennis. like, 
What the hell are you doing? Practicing tennis? That's tennis? Oh, <laughs> uh, what's the thing with the chicks wail on each other? Boxy boxing? Oh, uh, that's what I wanted. Oh. Yeah, you guys really responded. That's the part of the joke that I hate. I wish it was just another sport. Fo- like, Homer's I, I already... I think it's just Foxy boxing sounds funny. Yeah. And also, the only time I've ever heard of Foxy boxing in my life is in the other Simpsons yeah. episode. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Girls should stick to girly sports. <laughs> like hot all the wrestling, Foxy boxing, and such and such. <laughs> That's ballet. What's the one with the bear and the little car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Ian Maxson Graham does have, acknowledge in the commentary that, yeah, these sort of intros are best avoided, but I agree. The way they did it was knowing and it worked for me. Yeah, I, think, I think this is one of the first times they've had that incredibly hard left. Yeah. Later on, it gets more, ex- like, the more you do it, the worse it becomes. But when it's fresh, it's still pretty good. But, yeah, we've been calling it the first actor version, but, yeah, mm. the screw you opening, I think, coined by the Simpsons writers yeah. themselves, I think is more appropriate. Well, yeah, the first actor version we keep talking about is the one that goes from eight different places and yeah. then you get there. And it's like, this. at least this was a weird hard left. Definitely. How about you, Phil? What's a moment from this episode that stands out to you for better or worse? I liked a lot of these moments, actually. I liked almost everything in the funeral parlor where they were looking mm-hmm. at caskets. Oh, yeah. I liked the guy correcting Homer that they're not... They're not, yeah, they're not it, coffins, they're yeah, caskets. They're caskets. They're, they're not tombstones, tombs, they're, monuments. they're monuments. And we have all the stink spray you can watch. <laughs> Such funny names. And he, <laughs> he referred to Grandpa as the predeceased. Oh, yep, yep. And I like that he went... Nobody knows what happens after we die, but we do know that God prefers those who travel in style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of great jokes, and I like Cadaver Cam when Bart gets yeah. trapped in the thing. Yeah. And even his line of when Bart's screwing out his skin, all guys like, ah, <laughs> uh, the living. Yeah. <laughs> Has it got picture in picture? Of course. <laughs> I enjoyed that because back when I used to live at my mum's place, like a lot of people once did. <laughs> yeah, well, your mum had us a lot of room. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah. Seamless intro, that was. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is only the 94th time I've done this. <laughs> Third. <laughs> Fuck. Um, <laughs> so back when I was living at mum's, we had one of the widescreen TVs when they first came out and we loved the picture in picture feature because she could watch her crap and I could play video games. You know, back in a time where you didn't necessarily have your own TV in your room. With the picture in picture, do you get sound on both pictures? No. So your mum was listening to Days of Our Lives in a tiny little screen. Yeah, she... And you were playing Banjo-Kazooie. On mute, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there was one time where she drew the line when I was playing, like, Mortal Kombat or something. And she's just like, can you not? <laughs> can you not take that man's head off and throw him into a spiked pit? Yeah, no she, she's like trying to watch a Hugh Grant movie and I'm... <laughs> Just fucking Sub-Zero ripping off Scorpion's head and shit. He's awkward charming his way through. And... You know what? I would be hard-pressed to tell me. It. If someone said to me, what is the opposite of Hugh Grant? I'd have a hard time figuring it out. But now I Mortal know. Kombat. It's Mortal Kombat fatalities. <laughs> exactly what that is. Oh, wow. New character, Hugh Grant. Finish him. <laughs> I do say, so. get over here. All of his moves are just exaggerated falling overs. <laughs> you might have something here. I know. Get Hugh Grant on the phone, or at least his voicemail. Call us another Realm Studios. <laughs> How about you, Jimmy? What's a moment from this episode that stands out to you for better or worse? Oh, I liked um, Hibbert doing a surgery outdoubles for some <laughs> bizarre <laughs> reason. And a tennis ball shot out of a machine landing in the 
the person's open chest cavity, killing yeah. the person and him instantly <laughs> pronouncing a time of death yeah. just after he said, such a nice day outside. I don't know why we don't do more surgeries outdoors. <laughs> it was so good. Such it good was fantastic. Didn't see it coming. Didn't expect to ever see that yeah. character in this episode. Certainly not doing that. And I love that it's like a five second gag. You're in and out. And by the time you kind of figured out like it was funny, it's gone already. And you're like, there was a ton. This episode had so many quick gags. Yeah. It was just fantastic. Actually, the other thing that I wanted to jump in with was, for some reason, I really loved when Jasper, Jester. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy who's doing this plate spinning. Yeah. And Homer, oh. Homer was 100% involved in it. He's <laughs> I like, oh, love this. What about that one? No, that one's wobbling. Oh, you got to make time for it. Oh, you got it before I said it. <laughs> it. Like, it reminded me of, like, back when uni, I had this friend that when I was driving, taking him lift somewhere, he'd spent such little time in a car or something that everything I did freaked him out. Oh, you're getting really close to that bar. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> You know that person? Was that my mum? Wow. Yeah, yeah. maybe. <laughs> I love the idea that it might have been that at age 20, he just hadn't spent enough time in cars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was unfamiliar with the whole concept. <laughs> did, you, did your friend come out of the woods at like age 19 or something? It was his rum springer. To be fair, yeah. Mum had this thing where if you were driving, she'd assume every pedestrian was suicidal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was like, careful those people, they might jump out in front of you. Why would they do that? <laughs> and also, if I then hit them, I don't think I have a choice. It's, yeah. you know, they're going to jump in front of me. <laughs> they're lemming people. So yeah, I love that bit, just as Homer is the commentator that clearly doesn't respect the performer enough to know that he knows what to do. And he's, no, you got to get that one. Oh, that one's wobbling a little. Oh, you got that one before I even said it. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things where you look at a plate spinner and you go, how do you get into that? And I think yeah. it's in a Gervais podcast where he's like, your father's doing it. He's like, oh, quick, son. This one's about to wobble. Quick. You got to hit it. You got to hit it or it'll fall over. And you accidentally touch it. And then suddenly you're hooked. And you've got now to... you're in the, the family <laughs> You're the, the family, family business. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. I love this. <laughs> It could be. I've never done it. Maybe it's amazing. Yeah. I feel like we would especially be terrible I, at it. Oh, can yeah. I just say something from the episode that perhaps you guys might not have seen? Yes. There's the bit where in the cadaver cam, they're showing basketball. Mm-hmm. And the basketball player runs essentially across the whole court to make his shot. Mm-hmm. And then in my head, I was going, that was such a travel. <laughs> and then Homer goes, they never call traveling anymore. <laughs> and, I was, and that's true. After Jordan, it was kind of famously for Jordan, they just relaxed the rule on traveling. If you go back and watch some of his best dunks, he takes like six and seven steps. Really? But it was like, he was it such, looks amazing. Right. So, and it was really good for it the It draws sport. a crowd. Correct. Yeah. He wouldn't yeah. get up that high without as many steps. So they just let it go. But that would really just, touched me as far I'm like yeah you're right Homer <laughs> right on bullshit Simpsons. man because I was watching Bart in the picture in picture yeah, no, scrambling at the screen I was watching, <laughs> a dunk. I'm watching I was watching the made up basketball, basketball game sounding like me now and I will say the moment from the story that stood out to me was this charity tennis match and I think the way that the tournaments and stuff rolled out at the end was really clunky and stuff mm. and I really wish this ending was a lot tighter because yeah this really could have made this an excellent episode for me yeah, yeah as much as I love the final line of it's better to watch stuff than to do stuff it's, yeah. yeah it feels just very wacky ending and and even to foreshadow a tournament all you have to do is put them walking past a sign for a split second in yeah. an earlier scene. And you could even set up the fact that they'll end up being enemies over it as a family looking at a sign. That's it. Like, mm. I wish there was only the one tournament because the other implication is because Bart and Marge won the first tournament, so they were invited to the crusty thing. And then Homer and Lisa were just yeah. 
yeah. just sort decided of to. Wa- yeah. yeah, there's no like qualifications to get in. And straight to centre court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it seemed to be the only court as well. True. So, <laughs> also they had all these famous tennis players, but they weren't part of the charity game. They were just mm. they were just watching. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. And Venus and Serena were like they were on level K or something. They were way up the top. Who's yet to come to this charity game and watch amateurs <laughs> <laughs> from the worst seats we've got? <laughs> yep. No wonder Serena was hooking into a personal pizza. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Play count. How many times before tonight have you seen this episode? Uh, I'd say either 15 or love. <laughs> very, very good. Yeah. I'd say just a non-sassy three to five. Yep. I've seen it a few times. Maybe three? Enough that I kind of remembered some of the gags, but yeah. not enough to actually... Mm. It took me a while to figure out I hadn't seen it. Mm. Yeah, look, I've seen this episode a lot, probably in excess of 20 times or something. I love season 12. It's, it's almost like the, a power of three. Yeah, it's one that I've returned to, even though I've got my problems with it. Like another moment that stood out to me was the weird Oedipal thing. The weird dream, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the psychotherapy that Lisa gave yeah. Homer as well. Yeah. <laughs> Although I did like did the story of Oedipus? Pay me five dollars and I might remember. <laughs> yeah, I, I, love the, like... I love the bit where she goes, no, Oedipus kills his father to marry his mother. And he goes, Ew. what? Who's paying for that wedding? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, anything that I had a problem with in this episode, there was still a good joke with it. Yeah, I mean, even when they go to the dream where it's like... Uh, Very creepy. <laughs> which is creepy because, yeah, Marge is flirting with Bart and Bart's like looking up at the mounted bust of Homer. He's like, ah, he thought that trip to the guillotine factory was all laughs. Little did he know it was the perfect time to shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, even in Homer's dreams, he's dumb. But he's, it's his own brain. His brain's not smarter when it's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I know. So, how about some of the wacky moments of this episode? I like how the cops have tennis holsters. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the immediate follow-up of that. Burns coming to play tennis with them. And it's like, don't you have a tennis court? No, he turned it to a human chess piece. I chess fucking board. love <laughs> this joke. Yeah, that was Two awesome. of them run away and they just, no, fools, protect me! <laughs> yeah. They start pummeling him. That was awesome. I didn't see that coming. Even it's like, yeah, the game didn't end. <laughs> yeah. I also like the other bit of Burns' wackiness. Oh, where'd you get that novelty hand? Oh, oh, that's just fluid build-up. And you shakes it and you hear the fluid Ugh, seep back yeah. into his body. Uh, Mr. Salesman, we're going to go with the wolves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the wolves are waiting. <laughs> <laughs> and you could get mole insurance as well. Yeah, yeah. Yep. the casket. Oh, yeah, and then another bit of, what do you call it, ground vermin. (laughs) Varmin. Varmin. Yeah, Homer's put down the tennis court. Well, it stops the gophers, and then you see that little cut section cross, and like, yeah, that was really cute. I do like the bit where they're playing Ken Brockman, and he goes, oh, how do you come up with such witticisms? And he's got like a little earpiece, and it goes to the van, and there's a guy furiously (laughs) typing, and he pulls it up, and he goes... I guess you could say it's my racket. And it goes back to Kent Brockman. He goes, I guess you could say I'm a racky. Yeah. <laughs> get off get my proud. <laughs> oh, I liked that, but I didn't like Homer going, oh, get off. That's like, whoa. So, yeah, any other wacky moments you want to mention before we move on? Uh, I really like, it's not wacky wacky, but Homer's just sitting in bed playing with one of those <laughs> paper folded finger deciding things. Do I have cooties? Yep. No. Well, this home testing kid has saved me so much money. <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. I, did, I liked Wiggum and Lou talking in the grocery store. Oh, yeah. And they're talking about their plans for the night, and they're going to bust a crack house. And Wiggum's like, we did that last night. And Lou's like, yeah, but tonight we've got the right house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do like how they go, beating the Simpsons is easier than beating a convict in chains. Yeah, and it's he's pretty like, easy to beat a convict <laughs> in chains. That's what the point is, Lou. I was talking about the, the, the easy beatability. <laughs> 
So you guys have translated it to Australian being a convict in chains. The line was suspect in shackles, but I like how, yeah, your Australianism just took over. Look, I didn't write down that part because I trusted Look. my brain to remember it. <laughs> then Barney's like, dude, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Dad, what does this have to do with the Civil War? <laughs> yeah. There was a bunch of great jokes of Homer still thinking he's on the team where, yeah. oh, look at you, buddy. You got daddy's hustle. And Marge, you're going great. We have a chance of winning tomorrow. I'm going to go lay out my clothes. <laughs> he's uh, so proud laying them out. And then, yeah, when he comes down the stairs later, it's like, oh, Bart, the way you dress, some people think Mike, you might be in the tournament. He's like, I am. Oh, good. Got a partner? Yeah, I do. Do I know them? Yeah, you know <laughs> Marge, Marge, you telling me the important news of uh, who Bart's partner is? <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, it's that obliviousness that just goes on just the right amount of time and gets some laughs out of it. It was. But, we're, you know, trying to find the line of where, how far do you take the joke? And I think... Mm, I think they just made it. Yeah, there's tons of just little gags. Don't touch me, your hands feel like salad tongs. <laughs> which is exactly how I imagine Homer would imagine something that he hates yeah. the feel of. Yeah, I was oh, trying to figure out whether point. that was him saying, like, they're all stiff and scratchy, or that's, like, something he hates. Yeah, good, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think both work. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not going to use those tongs for anything else, are you? Mm. They're only going to be used for salad. Filthy salad. <laughs> All right, so how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel the bumps? Dad, you're replacing me? Dumping is such a hard word. <laughs> Let's just say I'm replacing <laughs> you. Um, no. No. <laughs> no, not really. And I also found that this is the only time where Homer's not competitive. Like, mm. usually, especially in sporting or anything physical, he's yeah. he's a gotta-win type of guy. Yeah, and this, think about just... how, how hard he pushes Bart for putt-putt golf. Mm. He's just obliviously uh, confident that he's part of this, and then mm. once he finds out that he isn't that's when he turns and becomes i don't know not so much competitive i guess hey just spiteful but even when yeah. they were playing in the backyard yeah like he was happy to be the clown around guy and not actually even hit the ball whereas it seems like we've seen a hundred other things where like the baseball or softball episode yeah. where he wants to be good and hates being replaced by Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> no that's true yeah mm. and man i loved a lot of homer's clowning around at the thing like where he's surfing the net. Ah, oh, this was such a great joke back in the dawn of the internet age. Yeah, that's yeah. like such a 1998 joke. I when know. it was known as the net or the information superhighway. <laughs> Starring Sandra Bullock. Yep. The second I thought that movie was called Information Superhighway, and I'm like, that can't be right. But yeah, so I guess that's a lot of the problem that I have with the ending is that they tried to imply that there was heart there, that they just moved through the dumping yeah. stuff so quickly that there was never a chance that you'd feel it yeah there wasn't even really an ending it just ended yeah mm. yeah and considering they built up a fair amount of conflict that yeah it just kind of petered out which is a bit of a shame pete sampressed out yeah pete stamped out whatever <laughs> <laughs> serenity now <laughs> it's so weird to think you don't love sports ben <laughs> I find it hard he's, to believe. he's got all the lingo down <laughs> yeah. but just none of the sports knowledge yeah. all the names <laughs> he was in that uh, sitcom right sampras and son oh that's i mean playing tennis <gasps> playing no, tennis oh. with my friend this his is name is from other people for listeners at home i did the appropriate forehead pinch of you know disappointment ultimately yeah. though guys did it feel like an episode of the simpsons i think yeah. mostly it did yeah other than that ending but even then that almost is justified almost i think it's probably indicative of a teens era simpsons yeah you got the screw you first act and then the kind of somewhat disappointing ending it kind of reminds me of when they get the uh omek head 
Estoplopper kettle. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, well, I guess the me- lesson here is squeaky wheel gets the grease. Like, no, it's just a bunch of stuff that happened. Mm. But it's so it's kind of veering towards that territory, but doesn't quite land it. I think just because it got a little too obsessed with its own guest stars. Yeah, that's a good point. And where, much like Estoplopper kettle, where it was like a knowing sort of whatever ending, mm. this was like a knowing screw you first act beginning, but they didn't have that same knowingness in the end. Mm. Yeah. If they just subbed out the celebrities with just well-drawn, athletic-looking tennis players, as in they literally got ushered off the court by good tennis players that weren't, yeah. that the celebrity wasn't the, the joke, they could have at least finished with some heart in the sense that you weren't distracted by the celebrity. Yeah. You could have mm-hmm. at least reflected on the fact that none of them really were good tennis players and all of their competition was for nothing anyway because they were replaced by genuine good amateurs. That's a really good point that, yeah, once you put the four Simpsons on a court that they'd actually not produce a very engaging tennis game. Mm. I think that's actually a, a solid place for the episode to end. Well, it certainly seems like Barton Marge would have kicked doing pretty well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they won that first tournament. So, yeah, maybe you have it when Homer gets motivated by spite, he actually tries and Marge yeah. is like, this is all I wanted was for you to try. Yeah. So, yeah, it is a shame that the episode ended the way it did because we didn't get those heart moments. But otherwise, character integrity, I think everything's pretty okay. Yeah, I mean, Homer's not dumb. He's just goofing off. Yeah. Well, not overly dumb. I'm surprised Bart is good at tennis, but eh, sure, why not? Yeah, yeah, I think Phil was kind of spot on, though, with not to steal your thunder, but I thought that was a really good point. No, still that like... it's not the Homer of previous yeah. seasons. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, his knowingness is dialed down a lot. Just him being okay with losing and rather being like he was there for the, the social yeah. interaction of tennis rather than the winning of tennis. Yeah, which... He was happy to get the laugh and the win. Yeah, yeah. which was never been his case. Mm. No. Yeah, I just felt like that was obviously facilitating the story more, but... Mm. It was not particularly Homer until halfway through, and then he got jealous. I do like when Marge is good at stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice to see her going to get some wins on the board. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Mm. And it's nice to see, I I quite like this as a Homer-Lisa story mm. as well. They both got on board so quickly of hating Marge and Bart. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of like, they're both just growling at each other at, at dinner. And you're like, yeah, it's cool. Well, even Lisa was reluctant at first, and, you know... Dad, I'm not going to swing a tennis ball at Marge. <laughs> at You've Mom. been eyeing up Queen Bee since you joined this hive. <laughs> <laughs> what, Marge? Uh, Lisa, did you knock off that effigy of me? Yeah. It's really good. And yeah, that dinner table conversation, the psych psych. <laughs> Here's a telegram. It's a trick. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I've never known that psyching someone out was just yelling psych at them. Yeah. I believe it isn't. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like a very... You've got to do it in an unsuspecting sa- place. It seems like a very saved by the bell thing. Well, I mean, the key to a good psych is, Phil, when you just... Look, uh, I know you're broadcasting it right now. <laughs> just let you know. Yeah. Now is not the time to crack it out. Yeah, I can hear it in your tone of voice. <laughs> <laughs> the word psych is on the back of your tongue, and I can already hear it. <laughs> We're all ready I'm for it. I'm not that predictor. Psych! <laughs> so, yes or no, would you watch this one again? Yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah, I'd watch it again. We're going to watch it again. We're going to put it in a playlist. What playlist does it belong in? And the sports is the obvious one. Sports, 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 sports. Way too many guest stars. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm going to add it to a playlist of things that are constructed in the backyard. Swimming pools, yeah. barbecues. Oh. Yeah. Good that's, playlist. That's all I got. Yeah. That, no, uh, that's dog good. house. Dog house. Attempted dog house. Yeah, uh, yeah, tempted stupid with... bird thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pair this with La Grill. What the hell is that? Perfect. <laughs> Crusty charity events. Oh, yeah, I do like his line of what? I'm not doing a material for charity. Yeah. <laughs> I do Racket like how he... earring. 
<laughs> Very so, good. So terrible. <laughs> but I do like he went, I'm not going to do A material for charity. And then he just segues, this is why we're here. Like, like I did, a really like, deadpan, <laughs> very serious tone. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, he, was li- he wasn't yeah. doing that as part of the gag. Yeah, He's yeah. Like, <laughs> and I love the charity was in support of... Balcony uh, collapse. Preventing <laughs> against BC. We BC. can defeat BC in our lifetime. You can try, motherfuckers, but I'm not going down without a fight. <laughs> we'll just put you on a uh, balcony <laughs> and let fate take care of itself. But yeah, that old balcony collapse bit led to another favourite quote of mine is, I don't care about BC, I care about M.E., my enjoyment (laughs) it's so lazy and badly written i love it (laughs) so jimmy what would you change about this episode uh yeah as i said just getting rid of the celebrities at the end Mm. who served no purpose did not have any funny lines and took away from the possible redemption of the plot line as i said there was no point in them having a competition because there's no way they're good tennis players and at any tournament they turn up to two eight and ten-year-old children get flogged by adults. Yeah. (laughs) So just two normal adults would have just wiped the floor with them. So, yeah, that's what I would have changed. Absolutely. How about you, Phil? Yeah, I'd say the same. I'd make Homer more himself and more competitive. And I think the ending just needs to be storied because it wasn't. It was literally just, and we have a page to go. So, well, I guess it's better to watch things than do stuff. All right. Yeah. It's the same as you can't win, so never try. The end. Credits. Mm. How about you, BT? Uh, we've already covered get rid of the guest stars i think he could have done a lot more i've just it feels like it was structured around because they could get the guest stars yes rather than they served any integral part of the plot so mm. shoot them away and we'll have something better yeah i mean who's ever heard of pete stamp press <laughs> <It's our laughs> uh, peter stamp press oh sorry well so that's what <laughs> he likes his full name <laughs> can i ask this my recollection seems to be that there was a period of television where getting a famous guest on was reason enough for you to tune in like that would be the advertising hook oh sure guest star this week everyone hits that shark jumping moment but was that i feel like that was a thing that used to happen a lot but now it doesn't happen much because we watch quality serialized tv you go on hbo and you watch it's not like game of thrones put ed sheeran or anything so (laughs) it's one of those things where i feel like in the 90s a lot of shows were trotting out a celebrity in their sitcom or whatever the show was are we maybe looking at this episode and forgetting that in 2001 it may still have been quote-unquote fresh Oh, absolutely. I feel like back in the day, there would be a lot of those commercials where this week on The Simpsons, Jay Leno, what are you doing here? Oh, yeah, for sure. Which that sort of line plays well in the commercial, but it comes off really tacky and eye-rolly in the episode. Mm. Yeah, I think you're something in the sense that that would have driven ratings then because it would have been the only time you would have seen it. Whereas Mm. now, if you say you won't believe who cameos on the latest Rick and Morty, people can go and check it out in their own time. They Mm. don't need that draw. So I think now we still have it. It's just regulated to the background of they just show up and you get the surprise it's, mm. it's still definitely a thing and it's mm. definitely a thing occurred in the past and it's more because the theory is that if you get Serena Williams or Madonna you get the people who watch your show watching your show and the people who like Madonna at the same time so it artificially increased your audience and you mm. can do it by almost a quantifiable amount like if you go oh this person has 250,000 Instagram followers then you know that you can rely on 100,000 more viewers than you could sure. if this person wasn't there. And that's why the advertising is more important than them actually turning up. Is that a bigger draw in a period of time when TV was week to week and you didn't get these kind of full season dumps? I presume that it would be. Yeah. If you were watching scheduled television rather than the diversified platform we have now, it yeah. would be for a reason to keep people coming back. Because everyone's got, you know, out of your 25 episodes of Big Bang Theory for the year, you know that five of them are kind of a bit shit. Mm. And so they so, put Will Wheaton in them. 
Don't all of them are a bit shit. It's not a good show. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the worst show that was on TV. That's true. Kind of close. <laughs> Have you watched According to Jim? Oh, oh. okay. Very good point. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I forgot there was an According to Jim. <laughs> Just according, according to the shit Belushi. Uh, yeah, and I love how in community calling something the Jim Belushi of something was like the <laughs> ultimate insult. It's like yeah, when you completely Britted something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so what I'd change about the episode, I'd change that opening. I fucking hated that shower scene. It seemed like a retread of the, um, yeah. ah, hot, ah, hot, cold, who's doing that? Yeah, but, and mm. it just took too long. I think yeah. it would have been okay, it was just a bit like... Yeah, yeah. the last three turns that made mm. it a bit of a song sound, yeah. that would have been a good way to end that. Yeah, they had Marietta Little Lamb and Beethoven, and it's just, ugh, it was just obnoxious, I thought. All right, we're at the end here. Jimmy, do you have any other notes? Just one. When Homer goes to choose one of the Williams sisters, he's basically explaining yeah. the pitch to them. And one of them seems apparently less bothered. And he goes, eh, you seem less disgusted. Yeah. And drags it down the court. Yeah. That was, that was a good way to choose. Yeah. How about you, Phil? Any other notes? My only other note, because James just took my second one, was when they come back from the first tournament. Yeah. And Marge goes, Homie, don't worry about this. Don't think that this is an assault on your manhood. And, he's, and Homie goes, ah, I never even thought about it like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was really good. Mm-hmm. How about you, BT? Any other notes? The line of when she's like, where were you thinking of putting your trophy, Bart? I was thinking mantle. I was thinking mantle too. Yeah. That was kind of cute. It's definitely a Marge line. Oh, yeah. It's like, talk about teammates who think together or whatever she says. Yep, being on the same wavelength and they share a double high five. Asking questions is how you learn, you dummy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just so kicking each other. Or we send you a bill, <laughs> like Lenny. I mean, I fucking hate spinoffs, but I would totally watch a Lenny and Carl episode spinoff. Oh yeah, I would yeah, not just like one episode. Simpsons. Don't do like seasons and seasons of it because that's too much. But no. mm. I would love almost just do they live together? Yeah, I'd like to friends? see it in the like the house is the Simpsons house, but it's lived in by Lenny and Carl, mm. <laughs> and they've got a pet or. They have a llama or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and they just do Lenny and Carl things yeah. where they're not at work like or occasionally tennis. turning up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tennis. A lot of people in Springfield played tennis that yeah, I have not That been. are very crazy about it as well, which is a bit weird. It's not that good of a game. No, I agree. Really not. Still don't like tennis. Yeah. Oh, get excited. Australian Open this year. Woo. Isn't yeah. the Australian uh, Open every year? Yeah, but get excited it? again this year. Yeah. It, yeah, it's, I just don't get the point. It's like a six-hour game. I don't get why people like stay up for sports. It's just stay up for other... It's, it's fun to stay up. <laughs> to be fair, you also get up early for the Nintendo Direct. Oh, do I ever? <laughs> sorry, sorry, what? Uh, What's a Nintendo Direct? <laughs> Nintendo Direct is like a direct uh, audience conference about all their new releases. Oh, that's But it's on a, a normal time if you live in, say, Japan, Europe, America, you know, anywhere, anywhere that isn't down under. Oh, yeah, just to quickly bring it back to the whole guest stars in shows thing. Like, I might be wrong, but I just feel like these days that they try and get stars that are more, like, pertinent and relevant to the show. Like, in Parks and Rec, they get, like, all the politicians like Madeleine mm. Albright and John McCain. That and, was hilarious, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Joe Biden and just Leslie loses <laughs> it completely. And I still really like in 30 Rock when they got Condoleezza Rice, because yeah. she was apparently a big fan of the show. Yeah, yeah. That was a good scene. Oh, and they mentioned that her and Jack had, like, a musical contest, and then so they brought it back in that episode. Yeah. And, yeah, she's just shredding the piano. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, and even in Glow, there's, like, a bunch of, like, wrestlers and stuff making cameos in it, like Chavo Guerrero and Carlito oh, wow. and stuff. And, yeah, all these people that you don't know. Yeah, I saw Glow. I didn't recognize any cameos. I mm. didn't see Glow. Should I see it? It's pretty good. I reckon it's good, yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Glow-K. All right, it's time for my final notes. About time. 
Tell me about it. <laughs> Some of the material in the old people talent show was so good. Like, you ever notice after you get dialysis that you get the bungees? <laughs> yeah. Is he allowed to say that? I love the audience reaction. It's like, you know what, what friends me? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I can't open? Yeah, and I love that Grandpa won because, yeah, he was just the person that was yeah. currently on stage. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I hated Grandpa's act. I thought that was really lame. It was. Oh, really? Oh, I thought that was great. Was he planning to be in pain? Oh, yeah. That's confusing. But I do like the follow-up. Of, I want a free order. No, no, move your thumb. Autopsy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely. But, you know, it doesn't matter that Grandpa was the only winner because all the performers get extra honey mush. Yeah. It sounds delicious. At the funeral home, they have an extra service for a weeping widow. <laughs> I did love that. Yeah. yeah. Just timer goes off. Well, forget about Wally. He's uh, straight over to Irving. Irving. <laughs> oh, Irving. What do you think about Grandpa showing Homer how he'd haunt him? <laughs> that was weird because when you went to this like front on with the camera with Grandpa, his animation looked very different to the side on. Oh. He looked it was a lot more thick lined and looked a lot more cartoony on the side. Still, you wouldn't want to see that when you're on the John. I mean, there are worse things. <laughs> <laughs> like what's in the John? For starters, yeah. Sentences that didn't need to be said. Yes. <laughs> I like how Homer goes, Oh, Dad, you know, I love you this much, but this much is only $900 worth. I'd like to go up to 17000 but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that. Yeah, I do like the uh, almost logical irony of like showing you how expensive your arms are and then putting a value on it. Like, I'd like to give you more, but... This is, this is as much it. as I got. <laughs> it's like when people keep saying, I love you to the moon and back. It's like, you want to like quantify the actual distance? All right, geez, there's a limit. <laughs> I just I see parents saying it to their kids on Facebook. And it's like, again, why put a distance exactly? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so after, you know, uh, 20 odd thousand kilometers, you're going to... Just turn around and come back? Yep. Is that how long it is to the moon? I don't know. How long it is to <laughs> the moon? No one knows. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much true. In the universe, no one knows how, <laughs> how big the moon is. Nobody well, knows any of this shit, and we can't know. It's like, are you going to check? No. <laughs> Editing by Elliot J. Here to say that the moon is 384,400 kilometers away from Earth. So the phrase, I love you to the moon and back, is quantifiably 768,800 kilometers worth. And in miles, that would be, fuck the imperial system, let's standardize metric now. And I like how Homer calls God Killy McGee. That's a very good <laughs> nickname for him. Homer apologizes for one missing one of his shots. Oops, I grunted too early. <laughs> Very good tennis joke. And I like when the cops arrive and, you know, they're doing the whole ruse about trying to play on their court. And Marge is just like, well, you boys want to play tennis. Yeah, and then cuts to the wide shot. They're just wearing the tennis shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Because it's all mm-hmm. belt up before that. And they look all professional. And then, ah, reveal <laughs> tennis shorts. Mo gives Homer a bloopy. What? A bloopy. A what? Yeah, he when hits one really high in the air. Oh, and says, Here's right. a bloopy for you. And why does Homer try to catch it in his pants? Because he's the funny guy? Was, I don't know what he expected would happen. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I laughed. And in real life, I would have also laughed. A man yeah. gets hit with football. <laughs> <laughs> the football in the groin. Hit a football in the groin. <laughs> You're the laughing stock of the town, Homer. Oh, th- that'll really upset Dingbat Charlie. <laughs> yeah, that's A signed like... picture of him. <laughs> yeah, his man, yeah, yeah. On his bedside table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems like a very '90s era type of joke. Sure, mm. I just it just reminds me of like the forerunners to like Family Guy cutaways, where every yeah. single line cuts away to a sight gag or something else. Sure, yeah. and that, these are kind of like the... these are like the smaller ones because it's, mm. it's a sight gag that's still in the room, yeah, but it's still moving to it. Yeah, yeah, like with the Gophers as well. That was yeah, yeah same place. 
It is time to rank this thing. Jimmy, you can kick it off this time. I'm going to go with gold. Gold. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this episode. I don't care. It didn't have heart. I don't watch every episode. I don't even like watching TV that tries to tell me a moral every time. <laughs> it's like, relax, guys. I can figure it out myself. Yeah. But I'm happy to just get 22 minutes. 22 minutes? Sure. Yeah. 22 minutes of laughs. And I did. Uh, except mm. for the last two minutes, I laughed the whole time. Loved it. Yeah, well, I'm going to go with silver for this one. And I will say just on that, we sort of go through the morals and the story structure and all that just as points in the episode's mm. favour. And for me, this, like, a lot of the silvers are these joke machines that work. And for me, this is absolutely one of them. So, yeah, silver, very respectable. Ranking for this one, B, uh, B to Phil T. <laughs> Phil, your uh-huh. turn. Hey. I'm on the border of silver and gold, frankly. Ooh. I don't really know which way to come down, but I'll be generous. I'll go gold, I think. Wow. I did like it. The ending was not great, but I think I have to take Jane's point of view and go with, I did laugh a lot and I found a lot of it funny. Sure. And I was entertained. And as Russell Crowell told us, are we not? So <laughs> We are. Thanks, Russ. Yeah. We B- are not not. <laughs> Thanks, Rusty. BT, finish it off. It's really tough because I'm on the border of bronze and silver. And I'm just trying to figure out, I think if I'm going to land anywhere, it's probably going to be on psych. Psych to psych. Ah! And that's how you do that. Um, <laughs> Damn. Well, I know what these two will be doing for the next 48 hours. <laughs> yep. Yep. Don't listen. It's a trick. This is our thing now. <laughs> this is um, me now. Ah, it is just one where you just have a lot of good laughs. And I did get some genuine laugh out loud moments from this one. I think for that alone, it's going to just cross the border into a silver. Yep. So like a low silver, but still a silver. I had a good time. I think anytime you can get a chessboard joke into yeah. and anything, <laughs> and it's funny, and, a and that ball. also yeah. involves Surgery. a beating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, this will be a dull gold all around. The other time that an episode has gotten gold, gold, silver, silver was season 20's The Good and the Sad and the Druggly, which is currently mm. our highest ranking HD era episode. Yep. And other dull golds that will be joining, Treehouse of Horror X, Homer to the Max, Homer Simpson in Kidney Trouble. No, it was Homer to the Max when he becomes Max Power. Max yeah. Power. Exactly See, that's was, a great episode. And I was re- about to say, it's one of the yeah. first ones we did, and I'm pretty sure I was the gold and you and... Boom. I was a gold, Danny was the silver. I gold that for sure. Yeah, yeah, gold. And another one that I don't recall having any particular message or heart. No, but it's it's absolutely a joke vehicle. But, but it works joke, so yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. I'm surprised that Danny didn't give it gold because... But again, that was early days. Maybe we didn't have enough point of reference. And to be fair, the uh, it does collapse in the th- final act with the trees and all that shit. Mountain of Madness as well, which is one that didn't actually get any gold <laughs> rankings. It got cubic silver silver, which yeah. I still think you're insane. That is a <laughs> fucking excellent Which episode. one's that one? Oh, Mr. Burns and Homer trapped in the cabin in the snow. Oh, that's a brilliant oh, yeah. episode. Tell yeah. me about yeah. it. It's good. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upsetting You've things. You've relit a fire. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. That was the 260th episode of The Simpsons. And now we're going all the way back to the 21st episode, mm. where we're going to season two's Bart the Daredevil. We'll be back. Take <laughs> And we are back, and we just watched our classic and final episode of the evening. This was Season 2, Episode 8, Bart the Daredevil. Remember when season and episode titles had single digits? Wow. (laughs) 
first released in December of 1990. It was directed by Wes Archer and written by Jay Kogan and Wallace Wolodarski. In this episode, oh my god, you guys know this one. It's where Bart's the daredevil and he tries to do Springfield Gorge on his skateboard and Homer does it. And that fucking clip, which we've seen in about 5,000 Simpsons clip montages. Guys, mm. what did you think? It's fabulous. Yeah, oh. great episode. That's yeah, classic for a reason. This is warm cocoa on a <laughs> rainy day inside and cocoa pops as well, maybe. Cocoa and cocoa pops. You lived a charmed life. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take much. <laughs> well, I find that drinking the cocoa really pairs well with the cocoa pops. <laughs> the crunch and the warmness of the milk. Yes. Mm. Nothing quite like tastes like chocolate milk clearly crunchy with a chocolate milkshake <laughs> at the same time. You know, for comparison. <laughs> Not crunchy. Mm, the theorem is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Myth yeah. confirmed. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, this episode is just such comfort food. This mm. is, and I feel like it holds up. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I think we all got a laugh out of the Homer falling down the canyon scene, even though we've all seen it forty times and it's all ingrained in our memories. But still, it's such a great moment of comedy. I agree with James. He said it at the time is like it's hard to watch even as a cartoon. Yeah. Like it, he's getting beaten, brutalized. It's the blood yeah. around his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. really, there's some internal damage. There. Yeah, it's that one bit of rock that breaks off, and yeah. and then the skateboard at the end is just <laughs> oh. in the mud. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pushes it down, like yeah. And this is actually an interesting thing, but the Simpsons clip show, you know, where Bart shakes mm-hmm. up the beer can and Homer goes into a coma. And in that episode, they animated a new sequence of the Springfield Gorge uh, falling what? bit. Yeah, Homer falls off the gorge and then the ambulance runs into the tree and then sends him down again, which is awesome. But in the clip show, they added an extra bit where oh, the, the gurney lands on Homer's head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah, did right. too. And it's one of these things where it's implanted a lot of false memory into people like, oh, was that a deleted scene? But no, it's actually from the clip show, a new bit they animated for it. Yes. Well, there you go. Cool. Try to alter reality. Trivia. Hmm. <laughs> so, BT, what is a moment from this story that stands out to you for better or worse? I'm going to say it's right at the beginning where both Bart and Homer are watching the wrestling and having the same reaction. It's a great little parallel to their personalities. And it comes up again towards the end where Homer's like, well, the only way I'm going to be able to show you this is such a stupid idea is to do it myself. And that's what snaps Bart out of it. Kind of shows they're very much the same person, but yeah, the responsible one versus the idiot child who just thinks he can do anything. Yeah, that's a really good point. I didn't notice that, that they have been peppering out this theme throughout the whole episode. Mm, They're very much the same person. Yeah. And especially in that opening bar scene and at the Simpson home where they're both watching the wrestling and all Mm -hmm. the parallels that they draw there. Yeah, stealing seats and throwing things at the TV and talking about, oh, it's going to be a great match. Yeah. (laughs) How about you, Phil? What's a moment from this episode that stands out to you for better or worse? There's a lot of... I don't think there's any bad moments in this whatsoever. There's a lot of little good ones and it's not... There's not a lot of Laugh Out Loud ones compared to our last episode. Mm, sure. But it definitely, it's all heart this ep, I think. Mm. Like the interaction between Homer and Bart, even up until the end, I usually really hate the moralistic chat. Like, you've got to promise me this thing. Yeah. Otherwise, there's major consequences. Like, it, it really felt like they had a moment where it was together. And so when you then go downstairs and Marge goes oh how'd it go he goes you know what we've got a really good kid there and then you just see the top of his head skateboard (laughs) past the window like you feel betrayed not only by Bart by but like the moment, because you kind of bought in. You're like, oh, yeah, he's listened, and it's mm. been a rational explanation, and everything's worked out. And then, then instantly, he's just... Yeah. Oh, like, he's finally past. got through, and then it's just, nope. Yeah, so I really, I really enjoyed that. And then I thought, 
like there were a lot of little small gags that weren't laugh out loud funny. Yeah. That I don't really remember have getting before. Like one of the wrestlers was Rasputin, which mm-hmm. I knew, but the other one was Warner Von Brown, who I didn't realize who that was until you know, a couple of years ago when I was listening to World War Two podcasts. Oh. And found that he was the Nazi that was inventing all the um, B2 rockets to go oh, shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so he was uh, quite a bad dude. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I but, didn't know that. I just slide that reference well, here he's in. One of Ron Braun, yeah, and it, <laughs> with even, a W, and it says with a W, and I'm like, oh, okay. And just back on that moment around the kitchen table where Homer's like, he's so self congratulatory in that moment as well. As to- I think because he genuinely believes, yeah, Bart's going to be okay, and so yeah. we genuinely believe it. So you're right. I think it's just it feels like a betrayal of that scene, but he really gets you invested. Absolutely. Yeah. How about you, Jimmy? What's a moment from this story, the episode that stands out to you for better or worse? The daredevil pool full of uh, <laughs> sharks and eels and crocodiles. Great and white sharks. Electric the <laughs> king of the jungle. And they put in a lion, which is just swimming around. Like he'll somehow still be dangerous in a pond <laughs> in of a water. Wa- with sharks. Yeah. I do love that shot where you see the shark go past and it's being chased by the lion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can still hear my mum's cackling laughter over the lion. Like It's just one of those awesome Simpsons misdirects that... like. Yeah. Yeah, especially how, yeah, is he struggling in the line? The line's the thing that gets him back in. (laughs) (laughs) Really was the most dangerous. Yeah, because the shark couldn't do it. That's right. I absolutely love that bit too. I'll say that the moment from this episode that stands out to me, yeah, I just wanted to bring it back to that parallel, the wrestling thing, and then the way that the Truckosaurus commercial unites them. Oh, yeah. And then Homer just speeds home because he knows that this is something his son will enjoy and they meet each other on the lawn and it's just when the episode gets rolling from there. Mm. And I also love the ad for it. It's like, if you're going to miss this, you better be dead or in jail. And if you're in jail, <laughs> break out. Yeah. yeah, that was a classic ad as well with the two yelly guys talking yeah. over each other. Speedway, Saturday. Speedway. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely a Speedway ad, wasn't it? Saturday night, Saturday night, Saturday night. I do love how Marge calls, well, what time is your little truck game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great little Margeism. Absolutely. Uh, did you guys ever go to any of these sort of monster truck rally things as a yeah. kid? Or, yeah. Uh, I saw Truckosaurus at the Easter show. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, shit, so did I. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm, you must probably was there, because I was pretty young. I imagine we went as a family. And then there was one randomly out of nowhere, because our church had this family fun night every year. But one year, my mom just went, oh, do you and dad want to go to this monster truck rally instead? I was like, yes is this a trap it's like i don't I like, like monster trucks I th- but i really don't like jesus yeah it was just kind of that thing of, i didn't particularly want to go but i don't want to go to the other thing yeah. so i for some reason i guess she thought that would unite me and dad who are both quiet people who don't know things about trucks avid truck fans <laughs> we weren't that bad. i saw truckosaurus from a distance at the easter show but we mm-hmm. didn't actually go into it and I remember it kind of bummed me out as a kid. Yeah, I was literally thinking Simpsons, Simpsons, Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it being kind of naff. It's very slow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's super slow, and it only does, like, picks a car up, and then I think it just breathed on it for a bit with, like, a fire. Yeah. I think flame. it crushed it in his hands, yeah, not in its it, mouth. Not, not yeah. like a, it didn't crush it. It wasn't dramatic. you could really see the damage. And also, they start with, like, a completely fucked up car anyhow, so it's yeah. hard to see yeah. what it's done to it. You want to start with pristine so we know. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. funny thing is, though, like, this episode kicked off like a like if it wasn't already a Truckosaurus thing was already popular, but the Truckosaurus name that was the Simpsons whole creation. Oh, really? But yeah, it's one of these things that since then 
uh, companies who do this sort of thing want to use that name because it's yeah. so synonymous and popular, but they can't because the Simpsons own it. What yeah. else would you call it? Yeah. Truckzilla, I guess. Yeah. yeah there we go. <laughs> I think that's... Way to solve your own problems. Yep. But yeah, so never went to like any of those like the dunking dirt bike champions of whatever. Nah. Nah. Again, unless it was like yeah. part of something I was already at. Like the Things Easter driving show. in a circle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I never went to any car rallies or Bathurst or... God, no. Well, so I haven't seen that thing where they have the four cars drive at each other like a T-section they all just miss. I yeah. That's that, pretty cool. That was also yeah. a Truckosaurus thing. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. But, you know, that was impressive. Yeah, that's was... right. I have seen stunt driving at the mm. Easter show. Yeah, I think that's the Holden Precision Race Yeah, that's team. it. Play count. How many times before tonight have you seen this episode? Ah, uh, 40. Yeah. Well, I reckon probably upwards of nearly 20. Yeah? Uh, diggity six. Mm. <laughs> Even more. Yeah, I couldn't put a number on it. This might be up to 50, 100. I don't know. Like, <laughs> 50, 100? 50, 100, definitely. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, just syndication alone. Like, mm. season two's not one that I'd revisit that often on DVDs. But, yeah, definitely when I was a kid in syndication, yeah, just hammer this one. Six o'clock on Channel 10. Yeah, it would definitely be a thing when... But they went to non-ratings time. They would just pedal out seasons one, two, and three yeah. of The Simpsons. Yeah. Seemingly just ad nauseum. And mm. you'd be... You'd still watch them. You'd still watch them. Because yeah. there wasn't anything else to do. No. I'm watching the news. <laughs> <laughs> so, wackiness. Let's talk about some of the wacky moments of this episode. Oh, well, uh, Super yeah. wacky. There's a bit where Lisa's recital has both cannons at a giant bell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did love the cannons. That was awesome. Yeah, I really dug the whole sequence of the school Schubert Symphony, Unfinished mm. Symphony. Pronounced Sherbert. Oh, also, did he do the 1812th Overture? Is that what the end of that was? Uh, yeah, but that's Beethoven. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, if you could use cannons, you yeah, would. You just, yeah. Yeah. Once would. you've bought the cannons, you have to use them yeah. a certain number of yeah. times. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Schubert always yeah. shoehorning cannons into every song just because he paid a lot of money for them. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they're good for um, Parker Bell's cannon as well. There's no cannons. <laughs> there's no Park cannons Bell's. in Parker Bell's cannon? <laughs> oh. uh, there's a great little bit where when they've driven out in front of Truckosaurus, first of all, that's pretty wacky. Yeah. But then it's coming towards them and Homer just winds the window up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great little just visual gag as well. I'm sure I've seen this plenty of times and I've only noticed that at maybe half the time. Yeah. And I love how they get out of it, out of the act break where like, oh, you know, most of the frame's intact, so this check should cover punctured it. radiator. Yeah. <laughs> I love when Truckosaurus is eating the car and he's shaking back and forward and the, everyone in the car is sliding from one side to the other except for Maggie, who's just in, the, in her car seat in the middle, just like looking at them. So as they, as they go past her one way and then the other. So oblivious to the danger. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the kids visit Captain Murdoch mm-hmm. in yeah. the hospital... Because he just breaks his thumb. He has to write a message with the pen in his mouth. (laughs) But he writes the longest possible version of his message to them that he can. Yeah, and that is Uh, a great cut to it. And it's all just scribble. I was tempted to start note-taking in the same style as him. With my mouth and saying the words at the same time as I'm writing them. If he pulled that off, that'd be some mad skill. But it was a sweet message as well. Your visit was a ray of sunshine on yeah. an otherwise cloudy day. Oh, yeah, it was beautiful. I like how it's so overly long. So verbose his... for men writing with his mouth. Yeah. 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 And, and thank you for visiting me in Springfield General Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so specific. Right. It's almost like he was... Oh, pulling... Stop it. Home. Stop trying. Stop That's impossible. Trying. Also, you're moving the book rather than your mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. I meant to have you a have broken You have to pretend hand. like all your bones are broken. <sighs> That's hard because... I've... So many of them aren't. I know, but this is called acting. <laughs> I've actually never had a broken bone. Oh, wow. Oh. Anyone? Wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. yeah, couple. Yeah? Thumb and part of the neck. Part of the neck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear Well, Christ. it wasn't broken bones. Prolapsed 
vertebrae. So That's right, that... kids. Football, not even once. <laughs> well, at least not every time. <laughs> James, broken bones? Ankle when I was little. Yeah. And then ankle again when I was older. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> just little fractures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Arm. Yeah. Bad break. Cast and everything. Oh, yeah. It was bad. a green fracture. Apparently, I only half remember this. We got to the hospital and doctor's like, does the x-ray and looks at my dad and goes, it's a green fracture. You know what that means? Dad's like, yep. <laughs> okay. Well, you distract him. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was put both hands on my arm. It's like, now, Ben, what I want you to... <laughs> Oh, psych! <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, you've been psyched. Actually, yeah. I remember because I went to the hospital with you for that because I may or may not have caused you that arm to break. Inadvertently responsible. Yes. And um, <laughs> they went, you just went out here, and while you were getting your arm rebroken, I watched The Simpsons. <laughs> Wait, how did how did you inadvertently cause a broken arm? Uh, there was a we mattress. Had, we had on made the a a indoor slide out of a mattress and a set of staircases. Yep. yep. And then I can't remember if I... You went down first and I went down after you and ran into you because you there's only so many places you can go on a stair <laughs> yeah. slide. And you being older and more bone dense <laughs> than my brittle bones. Oh dear. <laughs> Just, and then that's right, mum was on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and she hated when we would make noise when she was on the phone, she'd throw things at us. You're yeah. trying to get her attention because I'm, you know, broken. <laughs> and she's throwing shit. She's throwing like the phone book and stuff at me. That's where the bone break happened. <laughs> yeah, mum would get serious as well. It'd start with like the white pages because they're a little bit smaller. And then the yellow pages. And then if there was nothing on hand just staplers <laughs> just whatever came she'd be like because she wouldn't want to say shut up while she was on the phone yeah so she'd just throw things until we were out of the way enough and i'm like mom and she's like what's your kids be quiet i'm like something fuck <laughs> oh that's amazing that's funny yeah, yeah it was, no i'm not it was, laughing yeah, i remember still remember the bone pushing up against the skin yeah oh, it was yeah. weird oh. it was pretty gross any other wacky moments in the show, of course. Oh, the Three Stooges Ward of the, oh, yeah. the horrors Kids of the Three Stooges <laughs> Ward. He oh. broke his leg trying to fly like Superman. I don't know if this counts as a wacky moment per se, but there's a bit where Bart jumps over Homer sleeping in a hammock with his skateboard. <laughs> yeah. And you hear this, this applause off screen. And <laughs> yeah. Homer wakes up and kind of looks around and goes, what? And he goes like, oh, hey, kids. And he goes, thanks. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great bit. Like he's done a thing. <laughs> or like, uh, the United States of America has the best doctor to daredevil ratio. Yeah. <laughs> That was an interesting turn, but yeah, it's one of these things like, you know, fake Michael Jackson hanging out with mm -hmm. Bart in his bedroom all night. Like, can you leave me alone with the youngins, <laughs> Doctor? <laughs> Wouldn't happen these days. I mean, the man is in a full body cast. Yeah, every True. bone's broken at that stage. Yeah. Oh, wait, are all the bones broken at this I stage? mean, his jaw can't be. <laughs> and his thumb that's true. He did his say thumb that's did the last one. <laughs> well, there we go. That was the last one. <laughs> I will say this was a... Dr. Hibbert that didn't laugh in this episode, actually. Mm. Mm. We didn't get his normal <laughs> routine. There is a pretty nice bit where after he takes Bart through the trauma ward, Bart has this moment of, I've literally learned something today. Thank you, Dr. Hibbert. And he always gave, he gives this, hmm. Yeah. Like, I know you're fucking with yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did say that he, that Bart mentioned a career in death defiance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. So this was actually the first appearance of Dr. Hibbert. What? Yeah. Yeah, right. And this character was created as actually meant to be a bit of a parody on Dr. Cliff Huxtable. Uh -huh. Because awkward. the Cosby show. Oh, the Cos Bill Cosby. In I, the Cosby I boycotting show. that show. <laughs> well, yeah, you, that's retrospectively. The, you don't have to because it's been off the air for yeah. quite some years. Well, I'm never going to watch it now. <laughs> what about Kids Say the Dunder Sings? 
Massive boycott. <laughs> what about Fat Albert? I don't know what that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I assume that it should be boycotted as well. So yeah, this was done because mm. apparently after the first season of Simpsons, they moved the show to Thursday nights to go head-to-head in competition with uh-huh. the Cosby show. So this was like a little nod to that apparently. Yeah, now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure I've seen Hibbert in some very Cosby sweaters. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Also, I like that they've gone, we're going up against the Cosby show. What do we need? Ah, oh, a humorous black doctor. Yeah. Mm. Obviously. Even then, like, as a sort of vague parallel, like, Herbert totally came into his own and, like, is oh, yeah. not Cosby. But, yeah, aside from the odd sweater or whatever, there's mm. uh, not much of a reference yeah. No. I mean, I didn't know that. I've been watching this forever. Yeah. All right. So how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel the bumps? Ah, so much of it. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. I think the uh, huge bumps between Bart and Homer mm. on that, especially at the end and then mm. oh. before the comic relief of falling down the ravine twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That moment of Homer, like, reaching out to Bart and saying, you have to know what it's like to see a family member mm. risk their life for something stupid. Like, and that's the thing that finally gets to Bart is, like, having the empathic fear. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And the fact that Homer didn't try and reason with him again. Yep. And there's no more negotiating. It's like, it's obvious the only way I can get through to you is to do this and kill myself. Yeah, that's right. Like, this is it. And I was like, wow, that's heavy. Yeah, yeah. especially because Bart goes, Dad, you'll never make it. Yes. And he's like, don't, don't you think, I, think know. I know that? Yeah, yeah it's like, <laughs> yeah. I know that you also won't make it as well. Mm. Really this is the way the whole thing plays out with that great heart to heart. And then Homer just slowly rolling off screen. Off I've frame. never felt closer to you in my <laughs> life. <laughs> I, I do love that visual gag because you said I've never felt closer to you, but he's slowly rolling out of frame. Yeah. <laughs> so he got that, and then he starts going. I think the first time anyone saw this, it must have been such an amazing moment of he's rolling down, but then you think, okay, he's going to make it, but then he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they have the perfect wacky moment where he's like, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it, and he does like a little jump in the air yeah. on the skateboard. Yeah. A little jig. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then they, but they draw it in a way that he might make it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So that little bit. He's definitely at the right angle. Yeah, and when he starts to not make it, he plummets hard. <laughs> like, he falls a lot faster than like he was Roadrunner style. Yeah, oh, definitely. Well, it was very Roadrunner-esque when he was running up the, the thing to catch Bart in the first place. Mm. All that blurred background was I very think the, widely coded. the canyon kind of look was that, that kind of style. It was yeah, cool. Yeah. 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 Yep. And a very convenient skateboarding ramp on that canyon as well. Mm. <laughs> it's interesting that that natural formation does occur in 90% of canyons in North America. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Take note, skateboarders. <laughs> it was very reminiscent to me of a Roadrunner. I oh, think, yeah. And I feel like that's done deliberately to remind you, the viewer, that this is a cartoon and it won't end. Mm. Even though he's clearly going to plummet to what should be his death. Yeah. This is These are my big signposts. You're watching a cartoon. Don't worry, he won't die. Yeah, yeah. that could be true. Then they go with the, you see him fall down and then it just gets really grim again. <laughs> it's like you'll see him plummet and he'll vanish into the canyon and the next scene will be back at the top. But no, you just get to watch him <laughs> smash every rock on the way down, which yeah. Roadrunner never gets to show you. You never see him hit everything. He just <laughs> falls to the ground in a cloud you of dust. Yeah. You never it see was, what happens with the... It was just like yeah. a really clever way of playing with the visual trope and then mm. to like kind of go... You and think the expectation. This, then, and yeah. 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 It was just really clever. Maybe that's why it's so hard to watch because you're subconsciously like, ah, oh, everything's fine. And then, and then yeah. it's to not fine. <laughs> graphically, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then at the end, it just ends on such a sitcom-y line that's like, it's tacky, but I love it where you you think you're brave. Try raising my kids. <laughs> yeah, I reckon for like that time frame, that yeah. was pretty. That was oh, yeah, yeah. Because that's the way something like the Brady Bunch or something like that would have ended. If, yeah. Oh, kids, but you know, in a much different way. Plus, it didn't have, need another moment after the moment on nah. the skateboard. No, they, they had their there moment. Was, there was nothing better than yeah. that. And the other heart moment I want to bring up is Lisa as well trying to reason with Bart. Mm. I thought, yeah, she played a real pivotal role in this episode. Yeah, when he's like. 
Oh, Lisa, you knocked like, I'm sorry, but if you got hurt or even died despite the extra attention, I'd be sorry. Yeah, she's already weighed up the options. Oh, yeah. she, she thought this through. Yeah. I do like when, after they've seen Lisa's concert and Homer's driving through the traffic, like, singing, like, and she's like, I've reached him. Yeah. Like, it was a nice little moment for her. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, and she said as well at the dinner table, if you don't come to my recital Saturday, start looking for a child psychologist on Sunday. I do like they get to the recital and Principal Skinner, who sounds weird and mm. young. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's much more deep voice, Principal Skinner, in this one. Yeah, absolutely. But he goes, welcome to this, the first in a series of concerts. And I was like, series. oh, series. <laughs> yeah. Schubert's unfinished symphonies. Like, oh, good. This won't take long. <laughs> how much longer was Sherbert planning to make this thing? <laughs> oh, and talk about heart. Oh, Flanders' heart for his son. <laughs> Come on, he wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Such an excellent misdirect. <laughs> like, uh, and I love the shot as well when they're kind of at the end of the bells ringing, the cannons going off, and it's like doing a pan of yeah, all the audience, yeah. and then back to the pan of instruments going, and then back, and the Homer's just like reaching over his head and pointing at his watch. Yeah. Like yeah. Lisa's somehow in control of the time it takes to do the <laughs> concert. And then, yeah, you see her at the end, just slow raising the lift up. <laughs> <laughs> then brings her back into frame to bow. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was great. So ultimately, though, guys, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? You know it did. The mostest. Yep, perfectly. Yeah, this is defining what The Simpsons is. Mm-hmm. Yes or no, would you watch it again? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. For sure. We're going to watch it again. What playlist do we put it in? Bart Career Aspirations. Oh, yeah. Homer Head Injuries. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Definitely. It's going to be a very long list. <laughs> uh, Lisa musical scenes. Yeah, recitals. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely pair this with like the Christmas special times that the simpsons used the springfield gorge clip mm-hmm. <laughs> but that would be this the clip show and then the blunder years which we didn't like no that where that we discovered smithers's father Ugh. uh there's a great moment in that where like they're trying to get homer to remember why he's traumatized and he's like well maybe it started at springfield gorge and they cut to that clip and then lisa goes no dad we're everyone's seen that we're all <laughs> sick of that clip <laughs> which is an excellent joke in an otherwise terrible episode oh mm-hmm. wow what about Simpsons are motivated to do something by something they see on TV? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Simpsons yeah. watching television is the, is the opener to many of our favorite episodes. Yeah. I, oh, the Simpsons right. car being wrecked. Yeah. yeah it's sure. wrecked about 50 times. It's always the same purple car they get. <laughs> it's by the same one and the same mate. Yeah. The Simpsons car. It's... Hey, it drove them home still. True. Yeah. It did actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was, no sh- there was a damage to the frame. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> That's all you need is a frame <laughs> yeah. and wheels. That's what the car is. Melted bumpers. There's <laughs> teeth marks in the boot. Yeah. That's just trunk. They'll, uh, trunk. They'll, bu- they'll buff out. It's fine. Yeah. There's it's funny holes. how you translate it back into Aussie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says trunk and I hear boot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like before, uh, you said crocodile when they put in alligators. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we keep doing this. We it's translate into Australian. <laughs> oh, boomerang me dingoes. Um, <laughs> Tiny kangaroo down sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good for playlist. Phil, what would you change about this episode? I don't think there's really anything I could change off the top of my head. Yeah, it's all, it's all good. I don't think it could be... Longer because it's a little bit short compared to the ones now, but that's just because I want more of it. Mm. But I don't think there's anything story-wise that's really missing. There's no character motivation that doesn't really make sense. Yep. No, I think it's pretty pretty good. Well, yeah, just on the length as well, like, Jimmy, you mentioned that you didn't take many notes, and I didn't either. Mm. I checked the episode runtime. It was at 20 and a half minutes when the credits were rolling, and it was also an extra long intro mm. as well. So that is a pretty short episode. Yeah, so I'd say it was probably only a 19, maybe even 18 and a half minute episode. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, make it longer. Uh, how about you, Jimmy? What would you like to change? I thought they did a bit 
too much of the wrestling at the beginning. I didn't think the jokes about the wrestlers' names and the gags there worked well enough to justify showing a lot of wrestling. Although I did, I accept that there was a good use of mirroring between mm. um, Bart and Homer. Again, the school symphony. The whole gag was just that Homer didn't want to be there. Yeah. And it could have been done much more quickly, mm. you know, in half that time. And I feel like sometimes early on, the Simpsons writers wanted to kind of do a nod towards culture that legitimized them as saying, we can do fart jokes because we also do a Schumann reference or mm. whatever. Yeah. Schubert. Yeah. Schubert. Schubert. <laughs> and so I just feel like sometimes early on they did shoehorn in culture to kind of let them get away with doing what was probably at the time some pretty provocative and sometimes crass humor that Mm. hadn't really been done on primetime tv before sure and then i'd give more time to bart feeling unfulfilled with his three jumps because i was like yeah he did four jumps over nothing in particular and then suddenly wants to jump the gorge Mm. like suddenly he's too upset with how lame his jumps are to to not do anything but the gorge it just progressed real quick, given we'd wasted a lot of time, I think, on wrestling and symphony. Yep. Yeah. That was my only... Otherwise, I loved the episode. I'd change that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, how, how about you, BT? No, I don't think it's too much. I think what works for me in this one is the way they tell their story is very efficient, and I really, really yeah. appreciate that. Like I like when Lance Murdoch first comes out. It just does a straight cut just to Bart's stunned expression. You're like You already start planting that seed of he's enthralled by this, and there's yeah. another cut where everyone's got their eyes closed except for Bart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a really good way to visually storytell his interest in this, like, from the straight away. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of little little instances like that throughout this one of, you know, telling the story that way. Yeah, I don't think I'd really want to change too much. I appreciate, yeah, the pacing is maybe a little bit different, but I think that comes down to maybe it was the time when they made this, it was cheaper to maybe make some bits longer, which, uh, my other only criticism might be maybe some more jokes, but I think it's more of a victim of, I've seen this so many times, I know all the jokes, yeah. so I don't find them funny anymore. I probably would have found them a lot funny the first 20 times. Mm. So yeah, I don't, I don't really think as much I would want to change here. Uh, just on your point about the action sequences as well, I would like to have seen the actually family getting rescued from Trocosaurus and like the officials like, oh shit, yeah, bring her down and all that sort of stuff. A bit more reaction from that, yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that would have added a minute to the episode that, you know, could have definitely been there. Yeah, just one bit I did actually kind of find a little weird is when they do the bit where it's okay, well, dented fender and punctured trunk, uh, yeah. they sort of cover it. Then you cut to the guy who operates Trocosaurus being like, oh, we just feel terrible, so here is half a bottle of domestic champagne. <laughs> <laughs> I like that bit, but the bit before it just kind of dragged on for a little bit where I'm like what's why does this guy's head look like that yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah he was a weird shape yeah very strange looking yeah. character I think yeah trim a bit of time out of that because I just spent so, I spent so long wondering why his head looked odd I could I had time to think about that yeah this was actually a weird one for me because I remember our VHS tape of it mm. actually skipped out this whole scene so it went straight from there getting trapped from Trocosaurus and like we must have overshot the ad break or something because yeah then for me this episode cuts back into where Homer's sitting down down with the snacks all right wow yeah so it's actually it's weird it feels like a fresh scene to me still <laughs> literally deleted scenes yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally you can have all the deleted scenes you want I as long them. as you do it yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah just on the stunts as well i made sure to pay special attention because of what we were saying before you know the new hd era episodes they have a lot more money and cost of animation is a lot cheaper yeah there was a lot of static shots going into this mm. and i think they actually made genius use of making it look so action-packed when really it'd just be bart skateboarding and just like only eyes or just heads moving you know yeah Mm. good Mm. little cost saving 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot of the crowd shots were all just statics. Even the wide shot of like when they're waiting for Bart to come to Springfield Gord was just a static wide shot that just had a slow move in. Yeah, on it and nothing else. Cleverly done. Yeah, I think this episode did a watching tennis the menace, and then yeah. this one showed you what happened in ten years worth of honing their craft and working out what you can do in a cartoon comedy where all the jokes that happen in this episode are organic to the scene. Mm. So it all happens natively in the scene they've drawn for mm. you. Whereas 10 years later, they're doing shots of Home and Margin Bed. They mention the town idiot, and it cuts to a shot of the bedside table. Now, that wasn't set up in the shot before they made the joke. Mm. Yeah. And it's not going to be there after. But you are happy for them to cut away from this, the scene and show you a, a visual gag because you know how cartoon comedies can work. Yeah. And I think yeah. though it's cool to see... It Obviously, contrast, yeah. And I think it says something to the writing when you had to, it was cheaper to stay in scene, whereas if you had to animate an entire new section, mm. yeah. then you've got to pan to it, draw that bit, then pan back mm. or cut even. So it was just, okay, we've got to stick on this scene. How do we make this bit funny? Yeah. yeah. I think it also speaks to the evolution of people who, the audience watching cartoons, because mm. at the moment now we can go to a family guy and we can jump cut from a scene into another scene for a joke and then back without having to worry about. What happened there? Why, did that, why didn't that make any sense to the story? Why are these... Has time passed? Yeah, Where are what's we? Going yeah, on? Yeah. Like you understand hmm. intuitively how it works, whereas when, the, especially yeah. in the first five, ten years, it would have had to bend like a sitcom. You had to set it up, and if you wanted to show you something different, you had to explain it and mm. move there, mm. finish it off, and then come back and then have the characters react to it. So I think that's yeah. a limitation. You know, it's a little bit of the side of the time, though, yeah. I think. It is cool to, to kind of see different storytelling and... The limits of the cartoon as a vehicle, kind of going from HD, no limits, computer will draw this, we'll just get people to do the voice acting, and uh, mm. and then you've way back to the beginning where they were literally drawing by hand cells yeah. and telling our story from start to finish, and so you got these kind of beautiful like enclosed narratives, and mm. it was all kind of internally consistent and... Yeah, just a different type of show. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we say often that the Simpsons are often the sign of the times that they're in, yeah. with exception to the HD era where they're just churning these things out without fucking little regard of uh, <laughs> but the I think quality. That, I think that's exactly the sign of the times. Yeah. Like, like yeah. now they're just making as much TV as they can because the market's flooded and everyone's trying to grasp any kind of the market that they can because it's so diversified. Yeah. yeah now they're just the cash cow that won't die. Mm. <laughs> All right, so we're getting into the final moments. Phil, do you have any other notes? The very first thing I wrote was the wrestling was hosted at the Performing Arts Center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a performing art. It was also world class wrestling, which I think was a little play on WCW, which was a popular wrestling franchise back in the 90s. It was actually my brand. I wasn't a WWF kid, I was all about the WCW and the you N Revel. Yeah, the NWO and, and Sting. What did the C in WCW stand for? Championship. championship. Oh, I see. You're a wrestling fan as well, Jim. Oh, a little bit. Yeah. Little bit. yeah. All championships all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no other kind of chips. <laughs> Jimmy, any other notes? The Russian becomes the mad Russian. <laughs> and Lisa kind of reflects on how it's just a sign the, of world. The happy Car Russian <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> BT, any other notes? Do like Hibbert's little throwaway line where he's like, Yes, all these child injuries are terrible, but it's worth it for all the top-notch entertainment. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yep. And uh, just there's a little visual gag with Wendell at the front of the bus holding his stomach. I was like, ah, nice, because he's always sick. Again, mm. one of these things that just takes no effort, doesn't yeah. draw any attention. Just keeps that internal consistency. Absolutely. All right, uh, for time for my final notes, 
And I need to ask, why did I write the note disorientating? It seemed important. Oh, uh, when he's picking um, him up and spinning him around. The ro- oh, and the right. commentator's like, and he's spinning him around. That's got to be disorienting. <laughs> <laughs> I love the British announcer in that. And as well, it was really cool because they did the whole wrestling thing where while the ref back was turned, the guy pulls out the wrench. Yeah. And <laughs> Dr. Yeah, Hibbert, back later. Yeah, Dr. Hibbert mentioned that one of the kids was injured because of a wrench thing from a wrestling match he saw. Yeah. <laughs> I still think it's yeah really weird to see a Dr. Hibbert without him doing his trademark laugh, but I you know, got it yet. characters had to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dad, aren't you forgetting something? Hmm, Monster Truck Rally, <laughs> Grow Thing. No, I don't think so. <laughs> family Growth Thing. I don't <laughs> know like, if that's how he packaged stuff. it. Yeah. yeah, Family Growth Thing. Lisa gets really jazzed about Miss Monster Truck. Yeah. Oh, she goes, tra- oh, way tra- to break another barrier. Tractor pull. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. And I like when they're introducing Matt Murdock over the loudspeaker. He goes, if he's not in action, he's in traction. And they repeat this later in Bart's mm-hmm. fantasy where if he's not in class, he's kicking ass. <laughs> Risking his ass. Risking his ass. And I liked how the crowd were chanting for Bart in his fantasy mm. and this transition to Homer gently waking him up. Yep. Yeah, just a really nice transition. I do mm. like that Homer reached just through the hole in the car door to pick him up as well. <laughs> 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 oh yeah because the car's just fucked <laughs> and then what is and Bart goes dad I want to be a daredevil and he's just like eh, kids are stupid yeah. <laughs> kids say the dumbest things the darndest things dumbest I'm pretty sure he said yeah, that was a Cosby joke yeah uh, but I didn't want you to make it <laughs> it was stupid things boycotting it um, <laughs> to joke all of it yeah <laughs> just quietly letting it pass yeah. I like the visual of Marge kissing Bart and yeah you see the Marge's first person perspective and Bart's like yeah just wincing at it at all <laughs> times and then Homer's like stop it Marge we're mad at him yep yeah, when Hibbert's walking him through the trauma center and he's like, these are kids that have been injured by imitating things they've seen in film, TV, and legitimate theater. Yeah. <laughs> Not off-Broadway theater. No. Legitimate. <laughs> I reckon there would be some injuries from cats. No. No? Some people who <laughs> no are... No child saw that. Surely <laughs> Fiddler on the Roof is the most dangerous for anyone of at home. <laughs> <laughs> it takes place on a roof. <laughs> and you've got a fiddle up there as well. Yeah. You can't just stand <laughs> still cautiously. Yeah. yeah. I really liked Otto's involvement in this episode. Oh, just with the with the, the radio announcement. Did anyone pick the song that he was... Um, the Foxy Lady? Yeah. Mm. Uh, or was it slightly different version than Foxy yeah. Lady? I think all he did was the... Bam, bam, bam. I think it was Foxy Boxing Lady. <laughs> Boxing Lady. <laughs> so yeah, this is my second favourite Foxy Lady reference in media. Can anyone guess my first? Uh, Wayne's World, maybe? <laughs> Definitely. Garth's Fantasy. Yeah. Forever when I tie a jumper around my waist. <laughs> As the only adult here, I feel I should say something. What? Cool. <laughs> Very good. That was actually a good impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> well, you. he's basically Otto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we've calculated if it takes 10,000 hours to be an expert in something, I'm pretty sure Elliot has watched 10,000 hours with The Simpsons. <laughs> like yeah, the math checks out. Yeah. Come on, let's check out the math. 10,000 <laughs> times the minutes. This is very episodes of Planet Money. Yeah. Are you just trying to figure out how many I'm episodes? I'm pretty sure they do the math before they start the podcast. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they're good at maths. I would not listen to Planet Money if they did the maths live on air whenever they try to work out the GDP. Nobody would. <laughs> <laughs> right. Taking 600 episodes at about 22 minutes a piece, divide that by, into hours, that's about 220 hours. Yep. 
The 220, let's take 10. <laughs> you would have had to watch every episode about 40 to 50 times. God, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> and my final note is, I love the lines between Milhouse and Nelson. Oh, what's taking him so long? Ah, oh, he's just building the suspense. Ooh, what a what, showman. What a showman. <laughs> Very good. It is time to rank this thing. Phil, your turn. I'm QZing this one straight off the bat. Wow. If this isn't... Im- a top ranking episode then i don't know what i'm doing here and i don't know what it is mm. <laughs> bt for one that's a little bit lighter on the jokes when we think about cubic zirconia we think about essentials and yeah this is essential to the simpsons experience this is a cubic zirconia all right jimmy dito oh ditto D- doritos <laughs> dorito yeah, i want some zirconia. yeah <laughs> so qz mm-hmm. <laughs> correct yeah, look, there's a theoretical part of me that wants to give this a goal because I certainly don't enjoy this one as much as a lot of episodes that I've given Cubic Zirconia in the past. But mm-hmm. And, you know, we have just golded ones and sort of said, look, it's iconic as heck, but it just doesn't get up there. And for me, this one does. And I can't exactly quantify it right now, And uh, but it's just so iconic and it's so damn perfect. And... You know, a lot of the problems I have with it are just a sign of the time. So, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. When I was watching, I'm like, uh, is this gold or am I going to, you know, is it favoritism that's keeping me either on or away from the top rank? But then yeah. just that whole canyon bit. The first one, you got that amazing heart moment. Then you just have just stacked on brilliant comedy of misdirection. And, oh, my God, it works. Yeah, uh, and it's one of those ones where, as a kid, yeah, you get a lot of visual stuff out of it. But then, mm-hmm. yeah, as an adult, you really feel the heart in that moment. Yeah. And it's back when Bart wasn't evil. He mm. was just a boisterous yeah. kind of child. Adventurous kid. Yeah, I liked it back then. All right, guys. Well, this will make this one a unanimous cubic zirconia. This will be joining other season two episodes as The Way We Was, where we get a flashback to see how Homer and Marge first got together in high school. Nice. Very beautiful. Yep. And Brush With Greatness, where Marge paints Ringo Starr's portrait oh, and amazing. also Mr. Burns's other such episodes. Let's see if we can find one that we've done with you, Phil. Colonel Clink. Oh, yeah, yeah. At the Last Temptation of Homer from season five. <laughs> yeah, okay. Such a good one. I can't tell you how much I laughed at that episode. That it was, was so such ridiculous. a good one, yeah. Oh, and the last one we would reviewed with oh, you, no. Jimmy. Homer Loves Flanders will also be joining <laughs> oh, the classic. ranks with that. Yeah. Homer the Great, the Stonecutters episode, oh, 2001 <laughs> Greyhounds. Yep. The see my vest. my vest. Oh, just making Jimmy sad now. He's missed all these excellent episodes. Yeah, uh, the Who Shot Mr. Burns's Bart Sells His Soul, 22 short films, Homer oh, the Smithers. Like, That's pretty good. Yeah, this absolutely deserves to be up there with yeah. all those guys. That's a hell of a fucking good list we got going. Yeah. Um, it, it's beautiful. It really makes me proud, actually, that Cubic Zirconia, Unanimous Cubic Zirconia, is actually the most populated rank out of all the rankings in... Is um, it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And second is unanimous participant. <laughs> <laughs> we know what Just, we like and we know what we hate. Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. All right, so before we get out of here today, guys, is there anything that you've been checking out lately? Podcast, music, film, TV, anything you want to plug? We'll start with you, BT. Second season of Glow. I've been watching that. That's pretty good. Darkest Dungeon, still playing that. Still good. Yeah. And also want to plug my own mild thing. It's July now, and we, I have a tradition of celebrating Fry July, where Woo! we appreciate all things Futurama. So if you haven't checked it out for a while, go back, watch some good old classic Futurama. Hashtag Fry July. <laughs> uh, how about you, Phil? I've watched season one and two of The Fall, which is an old series from like four or five years ago with Gillian Anderson in it. I have heard of that. It started, it was really, really good. Got really better and then kind of fizzled. Uh, then it fell. And then it 
collapsed. But there's another <laughs> season, so I'm very confused as to how that happens. Mm. So I'll oh. uh, fill you in next time. But yeah, unfortunately, everything else has just been working of late. Ah, oh. working on all. Um, probably don't care to promote the show you're working on. I work on MasterChef at the moment, but <laughs> I've only got two and a half weeks. So good luck firing me. Nice. <laughs> who, <laughs> who are they brought on this year as a celebrity? Is it Zumbo or Heston? Or we've had everyone. We've had Zumbo. We had Prince Charles. No shit. Yeah, Prince Charles came for an what? episode. Apparently, they watch it in the castle. Buckingham Palace. I, mean, I guess they have to do something. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I don't know. They must have all the TV channels. I'd be riding a bike around Buckingham Palace. Like, I'd be on a push bike <laughs> oh, doing BMX sure. jumps and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you'd have so many broken arms. Yeah. <laughs> Falling into corgis. <laughs> That's why, it. actually, Prince Harry did. Falling he wanted to jump Buckingham Palace before Prince Charles <laughs> stopped him. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's an interesting story. Just wanted actually, to jump the corgis. a really good sitcom in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> actually, yes. <laughs> Just really bored, rich people with an enormous empty house. <laughs> I assume it's empty. There's a comedy about there's a British a British like parodying the royal family. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. There's yeah. a porno about it. Can anyone guess what it's called? <sighs> Buckingham Palace. Oh. That's good. That's not even what I was gonna go with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. um, Jimmy, what would you like to mention that you've been checking out lately that you've liked? I've been watching Kung Fu movies. Nice. nice. Just like them. And the other night I watched uh, Big Trouble in Little China, which uh, isn't a oh. Kung Fu movie. Has some Kung Fu in it. Yeah. Also has Kurt such, Russell. Such a yeah. ridiculous B-grade awesomeness. It's such yeah. a good so movie. Good. Yeah. yeah. It's just top to bottom great. So and the, the weird dudes who like come down from the sky with giant hats and just do Kung Fu. Yep. It's like, what is this movie about? I love it. I it's like about a lot of None blow. of it's explained. It's no. like, this is the abominable snowman Bigfoot thing, and this guy has a face like a foot. And the guy was just like, all right, yeah. Yeah. I'll shoot you with my Uzi. Let's yeah. do that. I mean, and like, you know what, 80s movies when Uzis are everywhere. Yeah. Oh, and the best part is that infinite the, ammo. <laughs> in the final big group battle, Kurt Russell, as he goes into battle, fires his gun in excitement, shoots a piece of rock off the ceiling that knocks him out. And so <laughs> That's right, he misses the, the whole final, final battle. battle the floor. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I really uh, need to check out. Movie. <laughs> and yeah, I'll say the thing that I've been absolutely loving lately, and I've watched it twice now, which is rare for me for a stand-up special, but Hannah Gadsby's Nanette, I honestly think this is redefining stand-up i think this will be remembered as a very pivotal bit of stand-up like it's already setting the world on fire i think a lot of people have been talking about it at the moment but yeah it's on netflix right now it's very very heartfelt and powerful so you don't watch it when you're in the mood for stand-up you watch it when you're in the mood to really feel like, she has a lot of great jokes in it, but she just brings it down with such brutal honesty at the end in a way that's just fucking inspiring, to be honest. Yeah, so Hannah Gadsby's yeah, right. Nanette. I just can't say enough good things about it. Yeah, cool. I'll check it out. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that about does it for The Simpsons Index. Thank you for listening. Yeah, let's get out of here. That's been BT Calloway. Psych, psych, psych. That's been Phil Calloway. Hello and goodbye. And that's been Jimmy Mack. There you guys. And I've been your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. That's all the mustard in the house! Thank you for listening to The Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com forward slash The Simpsons Index or at Simpsons Index on Twitter. And now, please stay tuned for the bonus scenes. The first one will close, but the second one won't. But if you just pull it over, it's fine. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of a song. The first one will close, close, but the second one won't. But it just pulled over, it's fine. Hey, I went home with Mrs. once, but she had a bottle of wine. Huh? Hey.
hate a musical episode. I was about to say, for no, someone who hates... You I secretly like, got to love a musical. I like singing. I hate singing in TV shows <laughs> and movies. Who's the major sponsor of uh, Olympic Stadium now? It changes so many times. Yeah, it's fine yeah. that you don't know. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry, but that one's... ANZ? Has been ANZ for like, like 10 years. Who is yeah. it? I've no idea. It used to be... It was all phones, and then it was, it was Aussie, and then it was all oh, That's right. And then now it's something like... It was Acer for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. And now something like New Cadbury's Dove or something. Did so, you remember before the Sydney Entertainment Centre shot that it was the Qantas Credit Union Bank Arena? Fuck, that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this was when everyone has exactly the same amount of money and no one has more clout than yeah. the other one. I mean, yeah. it was like the IRS burger version <laughs> of <laughs> stadium. It was, it was the most unfun name humanly possible. Acer now is Kudos Bank Arena. Who the fuck is Kudos Bank? <laughs> It doesn't matter. They won't be around in two years. I like how everyone wants to invest in this place and no one lasts. <laughs> no. <laughs> From Acer to All Phones to Kudos. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah. Never, I've never seen be... a Kudos Bank branch. Yeah. Or, or their credit word. card. The yeah, way things are going, else. soon it'll be the Simpsons Index Arena. <laughs> Sweet. I assume we'll get box seats when that happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. And also, they'll always be empty because these two are never yeah, going. We're not yeah. going. We're not having... <laughs> like watching rugby league. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're not going to have What's on tonight? Hockey. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, hockey was an all right sport to watch. The hot dogs were Hot huge. dogs were awesome. Yeah, yeah if it ain't well, I mean, you had two and you were... No, I had like six. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to set a record for hot dogs and beers. Oh. I was so sick. And you were so <laughs> far behind on that record. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get that. He got it. Ah. Oh, you know why I didn't... Psych! Nah, hey. fuck, he got me. <laughs> I yeah. did flinch then. That does work. <laughs> I still love that... I don't know if you can see it from... Elliot's computer monitor, but he has a photo of a handwritten list of big oh, questions. Yeah. It still makes cracks me up every time. It's literally that one. <laughs> He's got the list in front of him as well. It's easy to have it in front of him. I know. It just looks ridiculous. So you can tell he's excited because his knees are jiggling. Oh. Not that way. <laughs> There's know. a way that... <laughs> I admit that was a very provoked oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down before it starts. Yay, you can have that song in my head the whole time. Yeah, screw job. Gonna have so much chowder, but we had our international guest on the other week and the episode that we were covering was about Florida. And the Simpsons mentioned it was America's Wang and I told him all about Map of Tasmania. And I think you confused the fuck out. Yeah. But yeah, every country has got a genital geography joke. Yeah, and Tasmania is much better when you call it Van Diemen's Land. I know, so much cooler. Van Diemen's Land? Yeah, it was yeah. his original name. Get fucked! Yeah. They called it Tasmania? Instead mm-hmm. of Van Diemen's Land, yeah. Because Abel Tasman changed it. And also because he wasn't Dutch, I suppose. Oh. And he also wasn't badass. <laughs> That's true. I don't know who this Van Diemen was, but if Hollywood taught me anything, he was a cool dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're Van Diemen's pure blood. <laughs> That, that'll Crikey. be that'll like divide Tasmania. They'll be like the Van Demon separatists. <laughs> like, ooh, the Van Demons in the. I band. think you found a few at least here. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say right now, if there's no heavy metal band called Van Demon, then <laughs> Van that Demon is just separatist. A waste. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> write it down. Yep. <laughs> One well, day you guys will actually have to start a band. Yep. What is a moment from this story that started out for you for better of uh, the god? You want, damn. you want to take that again? Why not? Me, what's a bit from this story that stood out to me for better or for worse? Well, I'd honestly have to say it's going to be the really... Uh, I'll set it up again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, am I going to watch Channel 7, 9 or ABC and watch the news like a pleb? No. Like, I mean, Richard Moorcroft's pretty awesome. I think we know why Channel 10's struggling in the ratings these days. The project? (laughs) I think that Tom Gleason in, like, 
under a week could hijack the Logies and get Grant Denyer the gold really demonstrates how shitty our TV industry is. You just said so many words that I know, but I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Actually, I don't either. Uh, Grant Denyer <laughs> is the guy who advertises Just Cuts hairdressers for men. <laughs> <laughs> He's also four foot two. Yeah. yeah. He's super short. But no, so Grant Denyer was, you know, a news personality and he hosted Family Feud for a while there, but they oh, asked right. Family Feud. And Tom Gleason, who's an Australian comedian, launched a campaign like literally last week to get Grant Denyer the gold Logie and encouraged everybody to write in, vote in, and Grant Denyer won the gold despite his show being cancelled for Have like. Logies a- happened. Yeah, yeah, it happened on Sunday. Oh. The fact that that also yeah. just blew us by yeah. really shows how well, shitty they're I they're the Logies for God. Can I just no say that a, a bunch of people on TV giving themselves awards on TV yeah. <clears throat> yeah. is massive wank. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't see, like, the best authors in Australia sit around <laughs> and write a book about how the best books of the year are themselves and give themselves more awards in their books. They might, we just don't know. What I could never get over is the Logies is like, okay, we have categories, 50 awards across these categories for the eight shows on Australian television. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you're going to win one. Like, yeah. you pretty much... I mean, Blue Heelers still wins an award every year. Yeah, and they've been cancelled <laughs> for 20 years. Yeah. Lisa McCune <laughs> is really... Bad backage issues from just carrying all of her Lokis. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, babe. And SBS and ABC are the only ones that are actually trying to generate original Australian programming, unlike, you know, Channel 10, and I probably shouldn't shit on those guys today. Channel 7 does have Dr. Doctor. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) What's Dr. Doctor? It's one of the worst pieces of shit. No, I've only ever seen the ad for it, but it's one of those shows where you just go... I'm going to hate this. What's it called? Doctor, Doctor. Doctor, Doctor. Like scripted or? Yeah, it's a scripted comedy drama. Oh, shit. High life living, slightly coked up, city doctor. Gets in trouble or something. Gets sent to the country. Something contrives him to get sent Ah. back to the country to his old hometown Ah. where now he's slightly more of a celebrity because everyone knows he's famous, but he's got so many issues. And also the four single hot women who are still in this country town or want him, and all manner of things happen with <laughs> sexy results. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's basically just only a step above a soap opera. Has the voice changed? Has Nancy, is it Nancy Cartwright? Yeah. Has, um, her, has her voice, has she, has she I mean, gone through puberty or something? She's, she's 30 years older. Did you say she's gone through menopause? Puberty. Oh, okay. <laughs> the it opposite was, it of was menopause. A, it was a bad joke, now it's weird. <laughs> it's unmenopause. <laughs> it's menostart. <laughs> It just sounded really, it sounded really oh, creepy. I wondered if maybe they're just... still accurate. <laughs> no. 